Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. The Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces off tackle, spins at the 35, shakes off another defender to five, spins into the end zone, touchdown Sealers Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the heart of Seal Nation, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome to Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field on the campus of Sealers Grove Area High School and welcome to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, as Lincoln's in the North 4th Street, Alder Plaza in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia's routes 1115 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. I'll be joined shortly by my broadcast partner, Dave Hess. Tonight, it's the 4-3 Sealers Grove Seals and the 4-3 Shemokin Indians. In 31 previous games, Seals Grove leads the all-time series, 21 wins, 10 losses, and in the series, Seals Grove has won by outscoring the Indians 585 to 170. Last week, the Seals were able to avenge a Week 3 loss to the Schmokin Indians with their 20-7 victory. The Week 7 win came at High Drama Camp Memorial Stadium in Schmokin. So to recap, the first round went to Shemokin when they won 16 nothing in Week 3. Second round went to the Seals last week. Tonight it's round number 3 in the District 4, 4A opening round playoff game. It may not be Ali and Fraser, but somebody will get knocked out of the playoffs tonight. I assume we'll be welcoming Dave Hess to the conversation, but before we do that, take a look at how both teams have got to this point. As Seal Smokin start out with a loss to Jersey Shore, 41-7. And then they beat Milton, 37-6, before shutting Seals Grove out, 16-0. And then they beat Shikalimi, 41-20. That was in a game that Smokin trailed, 13-0, came back and beat them, 41-20. And then they lost to Central Mountain, 41-27. And then they beat Milton by scoring 54 Unanswered points and win that one 54 to 14. Before their loss last week at Kim Memorial Stadium to the Seals 20 to 7. Now looking at the Seals Grove Seals, how did they get to this point? Well, they opened up the season with a 42 6 win over the Milton Black Panthers. Then they had to travel to Mill Hall to take on the Wildcats of Central Mountain. Fell to them 7 to 3. And again, lost to Shemokin 16 nothing at home. Back-to-back shutouts against the Seals as they lost to Jersey Shore, 33-0. And then they beat Chickalimi and Central Mountain and Shemokin back-to-back-to-back. They started with a 28-0 win over Chickalimi. And then they avenged the loss to Central Mountain, winning that one 9-7. They beat Shemokin again a week ago, 20-7. Both teams coming in tonight at 4-3 to open up the District 4-4A playoffs. Kind of breaking down the points here, or some uh, game notes here. Scoring, you look at Shemokin. Coming in tonight, 26.9 points per game while giving up 20.2. They are uh, rushing for three, or they are total offense, 339 yards per game. Passing 170.2, rushing 168.8 yards for the Shemokin Indians. They have 17 touchdowns on the season, 11 through the air, 6 rushing touchdowns. 
Schmoking has thrown six interceptions. They fumbled 11 times, at least a loss 11 fumbles. They've actually fumbled it 21 times on the season. They're averaging 13.3 first downs per game. When you break down their scoring, 47 points in the first quarter. Their big quarter is the second quarter, scoring 73 points in the second quarter. Then you move to the second half where they score 41 points in the third, 28 in the fourth. Again, Schmokin averaging 26.9 points per game. Looking at the Seals Grove offense, only averaging 14.5 points per game, just 159.8 yards per game. That's 57.9 through the air, 101.9 on the ground. They have 11 touchdowns offensively, 11 of them all by the rush. Four interceptions on the season, five fumbles, averaging just 7.1 first downs per game. That's 2.4 in the first half. So, again, they had 11 versus Shikalimi, and that's the highest point total first downs for the Seals Grove Seals. Scoring breakdown, 33 in the first quarter for the Seals, 24 in the second, 34 in the third, and 17 in the fourth. Again, Seals Grove averaging 14.5 points per game on the season. Let's take a look at defensively for the Shemokin Indians. Again, giving up 20.2 points per game, 255.9 total yards, 100 through the air, 155 on the ground. They've given up 19 touchdowns, nine, excuse me, seven by the pass, 12 by the rush. They have five interceptions and recovered three fumbles on the season. Now, when Shemokin's given up points, they've given up 55 in the first quarter, 12 in the second, 33 in the third, 42 in the fourth. Again, giving up 20.2 points per game for the the Shemokin defense. Now, the Seals Grove defense has been the story all season long. 10.8 points per game. They've been up 250 total yards on the season. That's 87 through the air, 120 on the ground. They've given up 10 touchdowns, three pass, seven rush. They've had five interceptions, five fumble recoveries. They do have over 17 sacks, 17.5 sacks on the season. They average nine tackles for loss per game, giving up 11.2 first downs. Again, they're scoring 21 in the first, 29 in the second, 26 in the third, and the Seals Grove Seals have not given up a fourth quarter point all season long. As I welcome in the 66 game winners over his seven years, including a 16 and 0 2009 state championship season, it's our coach in the booth, Coach Dave Hess. The Seals will be playing Shemokin for an unprecedented third time this season in back-to-back weeks. Last week's win for the Seals came in a whole lot of drama as Nate Schoen was ejected. Shemokin coach was ejected as well. So with all that. The Seals Grove must follow the coach's message, compo- composure, and ride the momentum from a 20-7 to win a week ago and look to advance in the district playoffs. Well, it, you know, it is all about composure tonight, uh, but it's, all, it's also all about getting a job done because now we're in a situation where it's one and done. It's either win and move on or lose and die. Your season ends. Um, I, I like, we talked about the situation last week, uh, you know, everybody that Derek talked to said that it was a foul, but it probably was not an ejectable foul, but whatever. We'll move on. The, the, 
the real talk of the discussion I had with Derek is how's the team going to react without Nate? And and he said that uh, he he was very happy. Now he wasn't happy that Nate was out earlier this season, but he's very happy that they have had some experience without Nate. And with the return of a guy like Brett Ford, you know, we, we think that there's going to be a balance there. I think that's what Coach said. Something like that. Well, Seals Grove head coach Derek Hicks thoughts the secondary played a great game last week without Brett Ford, as you mentioned, in the lineup due to injury. But the secondary for the Seals included Connor Grove, Nate Ahmed, T. Hoover, held smoking sophomore quarterback Brett Nye to 70 yards on 21 passes. Nye had thrown 250 yards in each of the last three games, so he's capable of opening up for the smoking offense. So the Seals secondary is going to be tested again tonight against that sophomore quarterback. You're doggone right. And, and I, you know, one of the things that we had talked about, uh, Coach Hicks and I, is the fact that Nye had had, he was averaging over 250 yards passing a game last, or the, the three games prior to us playing them last week. And we held him to uh, 70 yards on, I believe, 21 throws, which is a great night defensively for us. And we did that without Brett Four. So, you know, put Brett Four on the field, we're even better. And then we also have the advantage of having Brett as our return man on punts and kickoffs and, and all the other things that he does for the program. Quite dynamic senior for the Seals, Grove Seals, so welcome him back and see how much he's able to do coming off that injury that kept him out a week ago. Now, earlier in the season, the Seals offense struggled to capitalize on short fields, but in five recent scoring drives, the Seals have averaged 6.8 plays, covering 55.2 yards and benefiting on the defense, giving them short fields. And that is a super bonus for the Seals Grove Seals, as we know they're struggling on the offensive side, but they have taken better benefit of short fields. You know, you know you're struggling on the offensive side when it, when a guy tells you about how well the offense did because the defense gave him good field position. How about that? I almost I had a hard time putting that together. It was so hot. But uh, that's exactly what happened. And and to be honest with you, our defense, if we are ever going to have something really special that come out of this season, the defense is just special. And, you know, they get, they give our opportunities, so, or excuse me, our offense so many opportunities. It's just unreal. And it's nice to see a week ago they benefited from that. Three touchdowns and that 20-7 to win over the Smokin' Indians. Well, we got a lot more to talk about in terms of the Seals and the Shemokin Indians during Seals game day. We'll get previews of games heard on the station of Sun Bear Broadcasting Corporation, including Kevin Hur with the Chickalemi Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com, along with the Lewisburg Green Dragons covered on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. We'll hear from Coach Derek Hicks as Dave was able to get down to have a conversation with the head man. Also have the Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. Brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, where it's worth the drive to Route 45. So stick around. This is Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company at Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. It's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs. Everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV or visit secv.com slash plume to learn more. At the Shally Insurance Agency, they love sports. Just ask Carol. We're 
Lynn. They're proud to support our area schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork, dedication, respect, and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Shelley Insurance Agency is here to help, offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. Shelley Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at shelleyagency.com. WNL Nissan on the Strip in Sealands Grove is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals. When you buy from WNL Nissan, you get free loaner vehicles with any service and lifetime free PA inspections. Plus, every fifth oil change is free. There's free pickup and delivery for your service needs. And you get a free complimentary car wash with every service. At WNL Nissan, they're proud to offer a large inventory of new Nissan models and a terrific selection of top quality pre owned vehicles. See all the offers and more details now at WNLNissan.com. There she is again, always messing with your eyebrows. She's you. Fussing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg. And on Facebook at Blessed Beauty, 570-837-1188. At the Shock Law Office, attorney Richard Shock brings over 20 years of experience providing legal services and solutions to individuals, government entities, and businesses both large and small. Serving the greater Susquehanna Valley and now conveniently located just off the strip at 8 Commerce Avenue in Sealance Grove, the Shock Law Office can help you find the legal solutions you need for your life or business. So whether your legal needs involve estate planning, starting or growing a business, developing real estate, or navigating any of the many laws and regulations that affect you or your business, contact the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 or on the web at shochlaw.com. Oh, I hate this line. I'm going to be late for work. I just want a cup of good coffee and i don't have all day to sit here waiting well good news for you you can get fresh roasted coffee and treats at route 11 coffee and cream on the danville highway it's going to be the funnest funkiest coffee shop in the valley with a drive-thru that serves you friendly and fast so go to their facebook page now for updates route 11 coffee and cream on you know route 11 of course in between nori and danville eagle 107 Welcome back to Steel's Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, and Zach Showers getting ready to bring you the Sealands Grove Seals hosting the Shemokin Indians. Take a look back at the matchup with the Shemokin Indians at Kent Memorial Stadium a week ago. Seals Grove got on the board first, 35-yard touchdown run by Teague Hoover with 7.22 to go in the first quarter. The extra point good, and Seals Grove led 7-0 at that point. Brandon Howell got in the scoring column on a three-yard touchdown run. They came with just 35 seconds to go in the first quarter, completing nine-play drive, 69 yards for the Seals, but the extra point was no good. Seals Grove led at that point 13-0, no scoring in the second, so it was a 13-0 lead at halftime for the Seals. But Schmokin to get on the board on a 61-yard touchdown run by Max Madden for Schmokin. This is just a two-play drive. The extra point was good, and Chimoka cut in the Seals Grove lead to 13-7. to That would be the score at the end of the third quarter. But Seals Grove's bastion on a one-yard run with 8.45 to go in the fourth quarter. Six-play, 38-yard drive, took two minutes and 27 seconds. The extra point good, and Seals Grove went ahead 20-7, to and that would be all the scoring in the game as Seals Grove would finish tonight with 183 total yards. Chimoka at 160, and then... Seals Grove, they put up 115 
or rushing yards on the night. So a much improved rushing department for the Seals Grove Seals. But, Dave, that was a great win, great opportunity for the Seals at Kemp Memorial Stadium, and to get three rushing touchdowns and put up 20 points when you're averaging less than two touchdowns on the entire season per game. Good outing for the offense. And, again, we talked about a defense continues to do their thing. Yeah, and we talked about last week how, how we thought that the offensive line, at least I did, uh, mm-hmm. we, we felt they grew last week, they got better. Coach Hicks concurred with that. He's he's on the same page. He felt he felt real good about the the effort last week, and getting those three touchdowns was beautiful. It was a, a needed thing. Able to do it in different ways. The big throw to Ryan Almond for 52 yards to set it up inside the five yard line. Seals Gravato cash it in, and we didn't take any of that for granted. Go back to Central Mountain, had the ball inside the five a couple times, unable to come away a point. So to be able to stick it in, and you know, Dave Wells, anybody give your team confidence, give that offensive line confidence, as you mentioned, and it took took over for those three touchdowns for the Seals. And again, they go on to beat Smokin a week ago, 20 to seven. Both teams sit at four and three. We're glad to be back here, Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field, as Seals hosts the Shimogan Indians. We've got a lot more to cover with that, but first, we're going to check in with the other games going on a part of Sunbear Broadcasting Corporation family as we hear from the broadcast teams. First, it's the Shikalimbi Braves 2-5 and five, taking on our Snyder County rival, the Midwest Mustangs, who are at 1-6, and six, as the Braves will have to deal with the 1,000-yard rusher and Hunter Wolfley for the Midwest Mustangs. So let's hear from the voice of the Chicken Liberty Braves, Kevin Hur, covering the Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. History tonight for the Chicken Braves as they meet the Midwest Mustangs for the first time on the football field. And they'll also be facing a running back that is creating some history for the Mustangs. Senior Hunter Wolfley has rushed for nearly 1,300 yards in this shortened season. And think of it, if you had 1,300 yards in a 10-game season, that'd be impressive. Wolfley's done this in seven games, and he still has one to go yet. He's got a lot of help, though, from that Division Three college-sized offensive line that goes 250, 250, 280, 240, and 275. That's going to be a real big test for the Shikolami defense that's been playing so well in the second half of the season. As a matter of fact, that 3-5 defense of the Braves has guys that are averaging about 180 pounds on the front line for those front three. But they're very quick off the ball, and they're hoping that is what's going to make the difference tonight against the Mustangs. Now, last week, the offense clicked and basically amassed as many yards in the first half passing as they did in the previous six games combined. Quarterback Drew Balestrini now has four touchdown passes and four rushing touchdowns in his senior season and leads the team in rushing attempts, yards, and touchdowns. It's the first ever meeting between the Shikolami Braves and the Midwest Mustangs tonight on News Radio 1070 WKOK, WKOK.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Pre-game begins at 6.30, kickoff at 7 with the Chief Dave Ritchie and me. I'm Kevin Hur for Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. Good luck to the Braves as they take on the Midwest Mustangs. The Braves trying to get their third win of the night. And probably the most impressive outing for the Shikolami Braves came in a loss to Jersey Shore Bulldogs just a couple weeks ago. Played them very tight. And Jersey Shore would come away with a win. But the Shikolami Braves travel Snyder County to take on the Midwest Mustangs. Now we take a look at the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Take on the Hughesville Spartans. Lewisburg at 1-6. Hughesville at 1-6. So both teams looking to get their second win. Now the season. Time to check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons play the Hughesville Spartans Friday night in a Heartland Conference crossover game. 
The game will be played on the campus of Hughesville High School. Lewisburg comes into the game with a record of 1-6 after losing to Loyal Sock last week by a score of 21-14. Hughesville comes into tonight's game with a record of 1-6 after losing to Mifflinburg last week by a score of 28-0. The Green Dragons probably played their best offensive game of the year last week as they rushed for 227 yards against Loyal Sock. Defensively, the Green Dragons played a solid game, but two mental errors led to two Lancer scores, which helped the Lancers to the victory. Hughesville gave up a big running play to Mifflinburg on the first offensive play of the game and were not able to catch up to the Wildcats. Hughesville was led by junior quarterback Joseph Swink and running back Colton Yoakum. This is a game of two similar teams. On the year, Lewisburg has scored 98 points and Hughesville has scored 95 points. Lewisburg has 1,507 yards of offense and Hughesville has 1,548 yards of offense. The difference is in the schedule. Lewisburg has played a tougher schedule this year than the Spartans. Last week, the Green Dragons had their best offensive game of the year. If they can keep the offense going and play defense like they have all year, this should be a win for the Green Dragons. Game time is Friday night at 7 o'clock with a pregame at 6.30 and 100.9 in the Valley and WVLY.com. I'm Greg Wetzel for Game Day on Eagle 107. Sealands Grove Ford is your certified pre-owned Ford headquarters. Buy with confidence. Buy with peace of mind. Leave with the best value on a pre-owned Ford in the area. Balance of a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Finance rates as low as 1.99%. A full tank of gas and the peace of mind that you made the smart choice. Check out the inventory at SealandsGroveFord.com. At Sealands Grove Ford, it's not just another used car. It's a certified pre-owned Ford at the bridge in Sealands Grove. We all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel. When you want to say congratulations on that beautiful new baby, great job, happy birthday, happy anniversary, or simply I care, trust Gracie's Flowers in Seals Grove to give your feelings their finest expression. Gracie's is a full-service florist. No matter the occasion, Gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons, plants, candles, plush animals, fruits, or snacks for a personal touch. Local delivery is available, and Gracie's Teleflora Services can send you bouquet to loved ones anywhere, anytime. Call 5 570-374-4923 for Gracie's Flowers, 901 North Market Street in Seawance Grove. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live and whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center, designed with you in mind. Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals. Like the quarterback, they are the leaders in the field of home health, medical equipment, and respiratory services. Visit us online to learn more, or stop by their newest location in Sealands Grove at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Go Seals! Hello, we're the Sub Six, John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. For four years now, our family has been raising money to help fight breast cancer. We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital. For each and every flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital. These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference. We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. 
If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice-cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available, too, for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seal Game Day. Pat O'Brien, Dave has Zach Showers. Getting ready to bring you the Sealands Grove Seals and the Shemokin Indians here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. A Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, where it's worth the drives. Or Route 45. It'll be the Milton Black Panthers showing some offensive firepower with Xavier Minium making big plays. Take it on the Warrior Run defenders. Warrior Run's lone win in the season is a forfeit given to them by the Mount Carmel Red Tornadoes. So we'll keep an eye on that one throughout the night as the Milton Black Panthers taking on the Warrior Run defenders. Now taking a look at the combined numbers for both these teams coming in tonight. Obviously played twice already this year. They're both one in one. When you look at the scoring, the Shemokin Indians 23, Seals Grove 20. You break down the scoring, and it's about getting on the board first because when Schmoke got on the board first, they were able to win. When Seals Grove put up quick 13 points in the first quarter, they were able to win that. When you break it down per quarter, Seals Grove 13 points in the first quarter in both games. Zero in the second, zero in the third, and they got their seven points in the fourth quarter a week ago, got their 20 wins between both games. When you look at Schmoken, they got 14 points in the first quarter in the first matchup this year. Then they got the, the safety in the second quarter. They got a touchdown to add to their lead in the third quarter. Or, excuse me, they got seven a week ago in the third quarter. Did not score in the fourth. Again, difference, just three points. The Indians have scored 23 in the two previous matchups. Seals Grove, 20. So, Dave, definitely it's about getting on the board first, and I think that has a lot to do with what we talk about all the time, gaining some confidence, want to stay in your game plan. Seals Grove would love to get on the board first and be able to stay with that rushing attack that has gotten a little better each and every week and obviously led by that good offensive line, getting good push up front. Oh, you're darn right, and uh, it's amazing how evenly matched these two teams have been. You know, scoring by, by what total score, we've scored 20 and they scored 23. That's about as close as you can get. Um, I, I, I really think that uh, we can be okay against this team again tonight if our defense plays the way it always does, which is stubborn. They don't give up a doggone thing. And if our offense just keeps it grow, and, and one of the things I did talk to Coach Hicks about was the fact that the offensive line does look improved, and, and I, we really, you know, he really feels good about where they are right now. Well, their numbers breaking it down. Total offense, Seals Grove 283. Indians have the better of it with 437. But when you break down the passing, now you're talking about a 1,000-yard passer and sophomore quarterback for the Schmokin Indians and Nye. But when you break it down in these two games, Bastion 12 for 36, 161 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. And then you look at Nye, like I said, going over 1,000 yards on the season, 16 for 33, 132 yards, no touchdowns, and no picks. When I broke that down, I was rather impressed. And, again, just completely 
uh, impressed with the way the defense has dealt with this kid who's been able to grow as a seed. He went from a game manager, a guy who can make big plays, and nine for smoking. Seals are, again, frustrated him in both games and really kept his numbers down. Nye is a, he's a real good one, and you know, and overall, in all the games this year combined, his numbers are outstanding, but I'll tell you what, that's a stroke of genius, Pat, when you look at it isolated in a situation like this, where we're just looking at their quarterback for these these two games and our quarterback for these two games, and Coy's doing better than he is. <laughs> I love it. So Seals Grove defense has not surprised us when they're able to step up against good competition. They've done it all year long, and they'll continue to look to do it here tonight. In the rushing department, again, the Indians get the best of it, 305 yards and two touchdowns. The Seals grow 122 yards. They do better on by one touchdown. They have three rushing touchdowns on the season. Again, Seals Grove's offense is continuing to grow as the season has gone along. And, you know, Max Madden, two big long runs, and Ian Paul had a big run in the first matchup. You take those away, and you can, you know, that's an old uh, cliche to say, hey, you know, only this game, only that one, and only that one. And next thing you know, it's not much at all. But, you know, you can't give up those big plays they did a week ago. Max Madden, 61 yard touchdown run, the lone score for Smoking a week ago. And then they had two long ones that were called back also. So you're right. We've got to, our defense has to be stubborn like it always is, but we cannot give up those big plays tonight. Two of them were called back last week on penalties. Thank goodness for that. But, uh, you know, I, I, I like where we are. Again, I, I'd rather be wearing a SEALs uniform tonight than a Shemokin uniform. And probably the biggest concern coming into tonight's game, especially with the drama from a week ago, is where are we going to be with the penalties? And you talk to uh, Coach Hicks, and, you know, I talked to him over the years, and, you know, he's always stressing about, I can handle a penalty if it's if it's an aggressive, you know, hustle type penalty, and you're going to get some of those. But it's going to be the the extracurricular stuff that you cannot get caught up in. And obviously, both coaches don't want you to. When you look at the numbers, 11 penalties for Seals Grove in two games against Shemokin for 122 yards. Shemokin 18 penalties for 146 yards. Can't have that. Neither coach can stand to watch that. And, and as you said, two big plays a week ago called back for Shemokin on penalties. Yeah. And especially this time of the year, it's time to clean that stuff up because, you know, like I said before, each week if you if you lose, you, you, your season's over. We don't want we don't want that to happen. But but on the other hand, next week we go to Jersey Shore after we win to beat, beat these guys tonight. That is going to be a challenge if we're going to come and be coming away from there with a lot of penalties. Well, and as much that went on in the two games, again, Schmokin winning the first one, 16 nothing. Seals Grove coming back a week ago, winning 20 to seven. But I was impressed to see no interceptions, only one muffed punt between the two and that was Shemokin in game one pretty impressive that way so in terms of being sloppy with the ball now Shemokin has struggled putting the ball on the ground 21 times on the season and losing 11 of them so Seals Grove's got to take advantage of that when the ball hits the turf to jump on top of it but impressed with the the turnovers being so low between these two teams you're doggone right and I really wish that Shemokin at least tonight would go back to their old ways where they did leave the ball on the ground a lot because that would be a great help for us tonight. But no, they're, Shemokin has been efficient with the ball against us, and we've been efficient against with the ball pretty much all year. I don't think we've fumbled it too much. No, we hold on to the ball real well. And the top rushers between both teams, of course, Max Madden, 37 carries, 185 yards, two touchdowns for the Indians in the two matchups with the Seals. And Hoover was uh, able to get a touchdown a week ago on a 35-yard touchdown run. He has 11 carries for 53 yards. Top receivers between both teams, Ryan Allman, three catches, 68 yards. Del Ball, 
four. Shemokin, five catches, 30 yards. Shemokin does have the safety against the Seals in the first matchup. PATs, both have been pretty much on the mark. Block punts led to nine points for the Shemokin Indians in the week one matchup. And the largest lead for both teams, Seals Grove had a 13-point lead, and the Shemokin Indian had a 16-point lead in their 16-0 win against the Seals Grove Seals in the first week matchup. Well, we're going to continue with Seals game day as both teams have returned to the locker rooms, come out, and they'll continue their pregame warm-ups. The Seals Grove Seals marching band going to take the field here, entertaining the crowd here at Harold L. Bowling Memorial Field. But we got a lot more to do, and it's going to start after the break when Dave Hess was able to get down and have a conversation with Derek Hicks. All that more as we continue with Seals Game Day here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara Unsicker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for the locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are there focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. In store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now, you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never-before-seen incentives, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at blazealexander.com. Taking deals the other guys won't. Did you ever notice football sure does whip up your appetite? Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien and Coach Hicks. This is Dave Hess and I'm here with Coach Derek Hicks. And this is a Derek Hicks pregame show. All right, Coach, uh, game three of the Shemokin series. Uh, has there ever been a situation similar to this in your coaching experience? No, we actually, uh, we were talk- coaches were talking about that this week, and we went back uh, a long time and could not find a, a situation where a high school team has played each other three times. Has that happened? Not that we found. Never, never happened. I mean, we, we were back into the 90s and, and didn't see anything, so uh, certainly a first for us. This is truly, this truly is a COVID year. Yeah, yeah. Just a strange COVID year. Well, 
2020 gift. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Coach. Um, so preparing for this game must get a little redundant. In other words, you're, you're seeing a lot of the same stuff over and over again, right? Yeah, it's uh, obviously you review film. You know, you, yeah. you, you prepare the same. Um, but it, it's it's now a matter of, you know, what mistakes did we make that we need to fix that they can't exploit. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there are other things that we did that showed a weakness for them that we can try and, uh, on round three, make use of. Uh, all good stuff. Very good, very good. Coach, I want to get the elephant out of the room. Um, last week we had a little drama at the game. Yeah. Uh, we don't have Nate this week, right? Nope. Nate Schoen? Nope. Do we have him? Um, when we win tonight, we're going to go to Jersey Shore next week or yep. somewhere around there to play, right? Correct. But do will we have Nate next week? Yep. Yep. Just right. one game. Um, you know, should have been zero, but who am I to who am I to, to make that call? But uh, no, it, yeah. it didn't. They didn't go with the supplemental, which would have been a, that's a new rule this year uh, for excessive physical contact or language, and uh, didn't do that. They just they just called it a physical contact foul and uh, one game. So a supplemental is a two game suspension. Supplemental, yeah, cursing at an official or an opposing okay. player or the excessive punching someone, excessive contact like that is now two games. Okay. How about a coach? Coach, where, where, where's their coach? Stand? Um, um, you know what? Honestly, I uh, not sure. I don't know okay. if that's. I don't. It, I don't know what he got thrown out for. If it's, I mean, if it's if it's a cursing moment, then it's gonna. It's a two. Okay. So don't know. All right. All right. Well, we we, we determined that. Didn't we? Yes. Um, Brett Ford, how's yep. Brett looking this week? Uh, you know, it's funny. He he was in a boot on Tuesday yet, uh, limping around, and he's like, I'm playing. And I said, yeah, okay, sure you are. Went to the doctor Wednesday, walked out on the field like he's never been injured, uh, <laughs> running around, and he said he feels great, so he's going to go for us, and we'll see what happens. That is a real seal to go football player, yeah, man. Yeah, he said, I'm not missing a playoff game. I love it. And here he is. Uh, Coach, last week I think we threw six times, I think, last week. Yeah. Yep. And I think we had three completions. Yep. All three were to our fullback, um, yep. Mr. Almond. Yep. Um, now I, I saw that Coach this week had uh, Coach from you know, Coach Hynoski from yeah. Smogan, um said that they had some coverage mess ups yeah. and and they had allowed some of our backs to get out of the backfield last week. So he's looking for that coach. Oh uh, yeah, they noticed that right. uh, we're, we're going to have to try some different things. I would guess. All right. You know, it, it's one of those. That's when you play a team three times. <laughs> it, it worked the first time. Yeah. It worked the second. You'd be shocked if it'll work the third. Yeah, and Coach, let me review uh, that. That's the the old F burst, am I right? F burst, uh, we call it Bronco now, but yeah, Bronco? it's uh, you know just a naked bootleg and uh, sneak the back out into the flats. All right, love it, love it, Coach. Uh, coach, I'm going to backtrack. Yep. Nate Schoen, is the fact that he's not with you uh, on a given night? Does that? I can tell you, in games gone by. Yep. In, in all the years I coached, once in a while we'd have that big name player, and if for some reason he didn't play, there was a huge mental letdown. And I can tell you, I can give you one example. One example right now is Justin Lover, who was our you remember oh, yeah. Justin. Out of Schmoken years ago in the state playoff game. He, yes. he went down on the opening kickoff, and it changed the whole complexion of the game. Right. Yep, I remember that distinctly. Yep. And the year before that, he had to step out of the Southern Columbia game. That's correct. Yep. And yep. We, we and I really think we could have beaten that team. We got our tails whipped because our guys couldn't deal mentally with, with their big gun being on the field. Yep. 
anything like that tonight with Nate Schoenke? Honestly, I think there, there's not that you want to say Nate being hurt was a good thing, but they, they we played without him. Right. Um, you know, we, he, he was down second quarter of week one and didn't come back until week five. So right. uh, they've been there. You know, the, the he's only playing defense. The defense, knock on wood, has been, has been strong with or without him. I mean, obviously right. he makes a difference, uh, but Vance and Stephen Miller and uh, uh, Spencer George rotates in there, and those guys have done a great job filling in for him. It's good. Excellent. Well, then, then hopefully, and I think that with Brett Four coming back, that's a boost for you. This that's week. a boost, and like I said, they've. I mean, we've known about this since last Friday, so it's yeah. not like you haven't had a week to uh, yeah. to prepare for for Plan B. Mm-hmm. All right, Coach, uh, back to the offense a little bit now. At the end of, of the week, Shemokin, excuse me, at the end of the game last week at Shemokin, I made the statement on air that, that I thought that our run game got better yep. and I thought that our offensive line matured last week and got better. What are your thoughts on that, Coach? I agree 100%. Um, you know, I said we the, the stretch game is coming along. Yeah. And uh, the, the thing I like most is Teague and Brandon. Uh, you know, Teague's been there since the beginning of the year sporadically. Brandon rotated in just a couple weeks ago. And, and those guys are starting to understand how a stretch should be run. Yeah. Uh, with your quarterback tra- having the hustle to get him the football, you know, drive to the edge and then look for cutback. And those guys are, are, are doing a nice job of executing that properly. Mm-hmm. Good. Coach, where do you think we're going to we stand offensively now tonight with Schmoken? Uh, overall, you, you think that we're, it's a good fit tonight? Do you think our kid's in a place where we can score some points? I think so. You know, I think the biggest thing last week for us was uh, special teams and defense. We we came out early, uh, you know, held them back in their own territory. Yeah. Had a nice, uh, you know, they're, they're, they had a short punt, I should say. Set the offense up with a short field, and Teague Hoover had great vision. Yeah, that was actually an inside uh, ISO play. Was that what that was? And Teague noticed that the outside backer collapsed and just bounced it. Teague, and, uh, Teague know, the, is seeing backers. Yeah, he's seeing, you know, he saw that, bounced it outside, and was gone. Uh, so I think, as you've said, we talked about several times this year, special teams are huge. You know, we, oh, yeah. we're, we're not built to drive 90 yards. We've, no. we, we've got to give ourselves a short field and take it advantage of it when we have it. How about it, Coach? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Coach, let's flip over to the defense. We played well last week, with the exception of just a couple of big plays. Yep. Specifically two that were called back. I think one was a, a touchdown. The other one was just a long play. Am I right? Yep. yep. And um, what... So we get and, and then we gave up the long run to Madden. That was yep. our own, their only score last week. Right. What, what was your coaching you know, in regards to those big plays last week, and what, and then in regards to this week? Um, so the, the opening play of the game that went uh, down to what maybe the 10, 15 yard line. Yeah. Uh, you know that one I kind of wrote off because Brandon Heil got absolutely just hugged, held, jersey taken Actually, off of him. I did see that. And uh, you know so that that's kind of an anomaly where that that doesn't have that's he's going to make that play. And uh, the holdings what sprung it. So we kind of, you know, I talked to Brandon about alignment. I thought he was a little tight. If, yeah. he, were, if he were wider, uh, even with the hold, I think he would have had a better angle. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their touchdown run was a matter of uh, a couple guys leaving their feet, mm-hmm. you know, instead of running through tackles. So, and I said, with Madden and the backs that they have, you've got to bring your feet with you. You've mm-hmm. got to bring the hips and drive through a tackle. And uh, the long run was uh, more of the same. It was just some guys inside that could have made plays left their feet. So, 
uh, you know, the biggest coaching point this week was bringing the hips and uh, keeping your feet underneath you when you're tackling. Uh, there you go. That's fundamentals, man. Coach, last question. Uh, last week, Nye had only 70-yard passing on 21 passes, and he had been average, I think, around 250 the last yep. few weeks ahead of that. Uh, any thought? What, what was the success? What was the key to your success last week? I love the cover two you guys are jumping uh, into when you see that spread. Yeah, yeah. Cover two, you know, get the get two safeties back there that could mm-hmm. see the field. But I think the biggest thing, uh, whether it was Nate, Stephen Miller, a couple times had some good pressure, um, and, and getting pressure and, and keeping Nye uncomfortable is big. And uh, I thought Nate Almond had a heck of a oh. yeah. We were we were locking him. Uh, he was essentially a lot of times locked up with their best receiver and uh, man on man and just and, and shut him down most of the night. Had a heck of a night. Phenomenal. Keeps yep. unreal. Coach, uh, we're out of time. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Marzoni's Brick Oven and Brewing Company on the Strip in Seals Grove offers outdoor or indoor dining with great atmosphere. Serving authentic brick oven pizza, pub grub, and crafted entrees that you can wash down with an ice-cold Pepsi. In addition to good food and a great selection of micro-brewed beer, Marzoni's has gift cards for those special people on your list so you can give the gift of yum. With something for everyone, whether you're a family, couple, or a group, ask about Marzoni's Banquet Room. Marzoni's, located on the Strip in Seals Grove or online at marzoni's.com. Good food, good beer. Good times. This is Bill Booker, and as a Seals Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can't attend the games as much as we used to, but I'm thrilled we can still listen to our Seals together. The game of life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look forward to seeing you all soon in person. And as always, go Seals. For nearly six decades, Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies has served the home health needs of Central PA with outstanding respiratory services and quality home medical equipment. We provide solutions to enhance the lives of our customers and their loved ones by helping them be safer, more comfortable, and independent at home. With offices in Williamsport, Lewisburg, Lockhaven, Wellsboro, Harrisburg, and Carlisle, there is always a nearby office to help you improve your life. Now, open our new hubs location in the Susquehanna Valley Mall in Sealands Grove. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long, great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Eagle 107. The Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, and Zach Showers. Our producer, Anthony Fuza. Get ready to bring you the Sealands Grove Seals and the Shemokin Indians in the District 4 for a semifinal game. As Sealands Grove has not lost the semifinal district playoff game, hoping to keep that going here tonight against the Indians. 
Take a look at game notes given to us by our stat man, Zach Showers. The series notes that we have talked about. In 31 games, Seals Grove leads the all-time series, 21 wins to 10 losses. In 2003, the teams met twice, with Schmokin winning both games, and then they met twice again in 2012 with the Seals winning both those matchups. District playoff history, Seals Grove, since 2000, the Seals are 28-6. and District in the district playoffs in those 20 years, the Seals have made the district playoffs 18 times and have won a district championship 12 times. The losses in 2003, as we mentioned, versus Shimokin, 2010 versus Schick, and also in 2012, 16, 18, 19 versus the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Again, the Seals Grove Seals have not lost in district semifinal game in those playoff action. Dave, you're a big part of all those playoff action, a lot of those playoff wins for the Seals Grove Seals. What's the feel as you're coming in as a coach and as a player? Of course, this season, very unlike any other, as you and Derek talked about. But, you know, you play all season with one of your goals is win districts. And right now, the opportunity is right here in front of the Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, and actually your attitude is like you're playing the Super Bowl because every game is is the biggest game of the season. And it's, it's, a, it's a real tough situation sometimes, but I love it because kids have to get up every week and there can be no mental letdown. So I'm excited. This is going to be good. And I like the idea that Seals Grove has never lost a, a, an opening round um, state playoff game. And that's what they're going out here tonight in the districts as they will attempt to win here tonight again in the semifinal game here against the Schmokin Indians. Looking at the offensive notes, Coy Bastian attempted six passes, and his three completions were to fullback Ryan Almit. Ryan Almond finished the night with three completions for 68 yards, including the 52-yard uh, touch or 52-yard completion that set up a scoring drive. Almond also had nine-yard run for a first down on the drive as well. The offense missed having Brett Four as no receiver or tight end caught a pass a week ago. Teague Hoover had a career-high 53 yards, including his 35-yard touchdown run in the first quarter, and also Teague Hoover had a Excuse me, 113 of the total 179 yards occurred in the first two drives of the night for the Seals. Well, it was not a good as the previous week versus Central Mountain. The Seals' rushing attack only had seven of their 39 rushing plays go for zero yards or negative yards on the night. Great improvement once again for the Seals to get beyond the chains and to set up much more manageable second and third down plays for this offense. Big key for the Seals as they've continued throughout the season. You know, and that was one of the biggest changes we saw last week. We kept commenting about that, that we were in second and manageable uh, a whole lot more than we had been before that just goes a long way and it helps this offense move along you can stay with the rushing game stay with the Ahmed Hoover the the uh, also Brandon Heil as well on the defensive side Nate Schoen recorded six tackles with four tackles for loss of course he is not playing here tonight so guys like Aaron Rothamall, who had his best game of his career, finishing with six tackles, three tackles for loss, and two sacks, will step up once again in that linebacker position. Now, sophomore quarterback for the Schmokin Indians had thrown over 1,000 yards in his first seven games. The Seals' defense held him in check, holding him to just 70 yards, 11 for 21 passing, and just 68 yards in week three against the Seals. The Seals' defense will look to continue to play well against sophomore quarterback Ryan Nye for the Smoking Indians. Their two leading receivers, Delball and Zakowski, combined for eight catches 
with their longest reception was just nine yards. In the rushing attacks, Max Madden finished with 96 yards rushing, 61 coming on a lone touchdown run for the Shemokin Indians. In their first meeting, the Indians were able to get 97 yards rushing from Paul, Ian Paul, that is, and 42 yards from Frosch. But in the second meeting, the Seals defense again, once once again, Dave, come up big. Those two guys combined 19 yards on 10 carries a week ago for the Smokin' Indians. It just, you know, that's just a testament to how, how good um, the Seals Grove defense is. None of those numbers are impressive at all. As a matter of fact, the only impressive thing about them is that they're so low and they're so off their averages because our defense just goes out and they dominate, and I just love the way they play. Our defense is set up so just about anybody can play any position. So you always get your best 11 on the field. And I think that's why our defense is so good, because you can always count on having your best people out there. They play really well once yeah. again against an explosive offensive player. It's happened in the entire time that we've been covering the Seals Grove Seals here on Eagle 107. We see how this defense steps up against very powerful, very explosive offensive potential. They come up big, and they did it again a week ago against the Shemokin Indians. Now, from a special team standpoint, the senior punter was tremendous last Last week, as Cole Catherman averaging 40 yards per punt, including a massive 52-yard boot, three of his seven punts were also down inside the 20-yard line. Most importantly, after having two blocked in the first matchup that turned into nine points for the Smoking Indians, they didn't have any blocked a week ago. Big growth in Cole Catherman and his ability to punt, change field position. And, and it just becomes a huge part to what Seals Grove's been able to do. You, you better believe it. And, and you know, one of the, um, the most important things you can do as a coach is just emphasize special teams. And I, I really, I've said it before, I think our coaching staff does a good job with that. Uh, and you've got to hand it to Catherman. Holy cow. I mean, you know, he had all those, uh, he was averaging 40 yards a punt. That's a heck of an average. The thing that was so uncanny last week is that his balls were turning over in the air, and when they bounced, they would bounce forward mm-hmm. instead of bouncing backward. And Shemokin was having trouble last week because it seemed like all their punts were bouncing back to them. So, yeah, kudos to Catherine. Great job last week. I love it. So special teams, again, they were able to take care of the punting. And like I said, the punting in the first game turned into nine points and was the big difference in the Seals Grove loss to the Shemokin Indians. We talk about Brett Nye, 63 completions on 120 attempts, 1,155 yards, 14 touchdowns, and six picks. Their leading rusher on the season with 603 yards is Max Madden on 112 carries and five touchdowns for the Shemokin Indians. For the Seals, Grove Seals, their leading rusher on the season has been Brett Coy Bastion. 62 carries, 221 yards, two touchdowns, and he'll look to continue to do that here tonight to help balance out that rushing attack between Bastion, Ahmet, Hoover, and Heil for the Seals Grove Seals. Let's take our final break. Both teams get ready to take the field. This is the District 4 Quad A semifinal playoff game between the Smokin' Indians and the Seals Grove Seals. And of course, as always, you're going to hear all the action right here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live in whatever your sport. Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. (laughs) 
It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today. ITG Basement Systems. I'm the guy to make it dry. The crew at the Lewisburg Delicatessen in downtown Lewisburg proudly supports Seal and Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. Listen to the game with great food from an authentic Italian-style deli with Italian and American cuisine, plus assorted groceries and imported Italian specialty items. The Lewisburg Delicatessen is the winner of Silver Stars for the best deli and the best wraps in the Susquehanna Valley. Call ahead to order or visit online and on Facebook, too. Go Seals! In-store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now, you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never-before-seen incentives, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at blazealexander.com. Taking deals, the other guys won't. At T. Ross Brothers Construction, they're proud to be a member of the communities in which they live and build. They've been serving our valley for over 50 years, and their reputation earned them the honor of building many of the area's residences, businesses, and community and religious facilities. Whether you want to build, expand, or remodel, T. Ross Brothers Construction is committed to providing you with the very best in design, quality, and value. Visit them at trossbrothers.com, and you'll learn why they say, We're building for the future. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys want. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. It's almost time for kickoff. Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107 is sponsored by Blix, Shock Law, Hubs Home Oxygen, WL Nissan, Diversify Construction, Shalom Salon and Spa, Garfield, Sealands Grove Ford, Shemokin Dam Health Center, Marzoni's, ITG Basement Systems, Gracie's Flowers, Aaron's Rental, Tom's Eatery, Dry Valley Tag, Route 11 Coffee and Cream, William Booker CPA, Service Electric Cable Vision, Central Vision Eye Care, and Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Seals game day driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com. That's the Sealands Grove Seals have taken the field. Their white helmets, red shirt, red pants. Schmokin will take the field here shortly in their purple helmets and all white uniforms. The weather, 41 degrees at this point. And by the end of the game, it's going to be, it's going to dip just into the 30s. A chilly night here, but no rain expected in this one. Beautiful night here in October just before Halloween to watch the Seals Grove Seals take on the Shemokin Indians. Dave, before we get this one kicked off, as I always do, what's going to seal the deal for victory for the Seals Grove Seals? We have to play Seals defense. There can be no letdown on that side of the ball. 
And offensively, our run game has got to grow. The offensive line has to keep building on what they did last week, and our pass game has to keep getting better. We've got to throw to more than one receiver this week. This has been Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincolns in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia's routes 11-15 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. Again, this is the Sealers Grove Seals hosting the Shimokan Indians here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. And we're going to do take a look back at the first matchup between these two teams. Again, Seals Grove fell to the Shimokan Indians 16 nothing. It started with the Madden one-yard run, a seven-play drive covering 80 yards, extra point good, and Shimokan led at that point 7 nothing. That game, obviously, September 25th uh, of the season. And then they came back as a, they got a block punt that Shemokin and led directly to a touchdown, the extra point good, and it was 14 nothing at the end of the first quarter. And then Frosch would get a safety. He got the block punt for the Shemokin Indians and special teams. That gave Shemokin a 16 nothing lead at halftime, and that would be all the scoring on the night. At that point, Seals Grove had dropped to 1-2 and two as Shemokin was at 2-1. and one. And that night, uh, Brett Nye, 5 or 12 for 62 yards, and the leading rush for Shemokin in the first matchup was Ian Paul, 10 carries for 97 yards. But again, Seals Grove Seals got the better of Shemokin a week ago in that 20 to 7 win. Seals Grove just eight first downs in that game, uh, Shemokin nine, but the total yards a week ago, pretty close. Seals Grove comes out ahead with 183 total yards, 115 on the ground, 68 through the air. A little more balance from Shemokin, 90 on the ground, 70 through the air. But, again, both teams dealt with a lot of penalties a week ago, 16 in all for over 150 yards between two teams. Dave, we mentioned it before, but it's worth mentioning again. That part of it needs to be cleaned up, especially when you know the emotions are high. You can't get caught up in that extracurricular stuff and have yourself uh, in a position where you're going to give the other team any kind of advantage in a game like this. Yes, and and that kind of stuff hurt both teams last week and hopefully we'll have that straightened up i think we have two good quality coaching staffs here i think they're going to clean that up tonight our blaze alexander ford tough game of the week brought to you by blaze alexander ford where it's worth to drive to route 45 we're keeping an eye on the milton black panthers and the warrior run defenders as milton looks to get their first win of the season as the captains will meet, they'll send Ryan Ahmed out as he'll go out and be the captain for the Seals Grove Seals. Coming out for the Schmokin Indians will be number one, Colin Boza. He's a senior, 5'5", 120 pounds. So the two captains will meet and keep an eye on who will get the opening kickoff. How crucial that will be because both teams that got off to a quick start in the matchups have gone on to win when seals grove scored 13 in the first quarter they won when schmokin scored 14 in the first quarter they would go on to win as well so you want the ball and to be able to put pressure on the other team's defense by getting points on the board early and seals grove just came up with the ball uh we we uh Lost the toss, and Shemokin deferred, so we took the ball. So we'll get the ball first, so offensively we'll see Nick Young at center. Guards will be rotated between Fogarty and Maurer, and the other guard will be Steve Miller. The tackles, you'll either see Seiko or Catherman, along with Vance Metzger. The receiving core, Scott Kissinger, the senior. Nate Allman, the junior. Also, Brett Four will be playing tonight, coming back from an injury. The tight end, Aaron Rothamall. In the backfield, Coy Bastion, the senior quarterback. And also, you'll see Ryan Allman, the fullback. And you'll see a lot of T. Hoover and Brandon High on that backfield for the Seals Grove Seals in this first offensive possession as they'll wait the kickoff here from Weaver. 
And the Smoking Indians on the defensive side up front, you'll see Kitchens, Miller, Kodak, and Rodarmel, the linebackers, Weary, Frosch, Paul, and Adams. Their defensive backs, the safety, Delball. One corner is Zakowski, and the other is Cedar for the Shemokin Indians as Seals grow waiting for this kickoff from the Seals from the Shemokin Indians. Again, it'll be number 86. That'll be Deal who'll be kicking it away. The ball's away. It's a good kick. It's going to bounce, hit the turf at the 10. Picked up at the 7. Up the right sideline is Nate Ahmed. Trying to run away from the tackle. Not going to be able to. It'll be taken down just short of the 20-yard line. About the 18-yard line, Seals Grove will take over there. First down and 10. And again, jogging out on the field to lead the way will be Coy Bastion. Coy Bastion coming in tonight, 40 completions, 106 attempts, 420 yards. Has thrown four interceptions, just completing a 34% of the time. But he has run the ball well. He leads the team in rushing with 221 yards and two touchdowns as he breaks out of the huddle as he's in a shotgun formation. Three backs in the backfield with Bastion. The design keeper off the left, being chased by Miller from behind. Be grabbed, take it down. Short pick up there, maybe a yard, and that's going to be it. It'll be a second down and nine for the Seals Grove Seals. Well, we did get a yard, but uh, Schmoke and that uh, that play had ten guys on the on the line of scrimmage within about three yards. They are playing run only right now, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. If we can connect with a couple of good passes, we'll set them on their heels. Second down and nine. Again, Miller on that first tackle coming from his defensive line position for the Shemokin Indians. Just underway. I formation behind Bastion. Hoover gets the call. Trying to bounce it to the outside. Runs into a wall of defenders. And he's going to be a loss on the play of two. And it's going to bring up a third down and 11. So a negative play for the Seals in the rushing attack. And that's going to walk them back. So it will put in the hands of your senior quarterback, Coy Bastion, on his third down and 11 for the Seals. This is a big down because we had the ball way back on our own 17-yard line. So we've got to get a first down. We've got to move the chains. We've got to get the ball out of this end of the field. Again, field position last week played to our advantage most of the night. We've got to have that. We've got to start early by getting first downs. Now, Bastion, only four interceptions on the season. This would be one of those times that don't want to get caught trying to squeeze it in between people and give short field to the Indians. Blitz straight up the middle by Paul. Roll it to the right at Bastion, but he's going to be sacked. Lost on the play all the way to the five. They're going to mark it at the seven-yard line. As Bastion was rolling to his right, Ian Paul came straight up the middle, pushed him out of the pocket, Loss of the play, punting situation here, Dave, and this is exactly the scenario when they had a block punt that turned into a safety. they got to protect here. Yeah, well, our punter has to be 13 yards back from the line of scrimmage, and I, I think he is, but, man, when you're punting out of the end zone, it is scary. Looking for a good snap from Gearhart on the punt here. It's a low snap underneath uh. his legs, and he's going to kick it out of the end zone. It's going to be a safety. Uh, not good. It's going to be a safety, so the Shemogan Indians come away with the safety it was a slow snap Catherine unable to come up with it he ran back to it kicked it out of the back of the end zone it's going to be a safety as the smoking indians get on the board first that was a smart move by Catherine. take the two rather than uh, give up the six points if somebody had gotten on that ball in the end zone it would have been a touchdown uh not a good way to start not a good way to start but we'll see what happens here now uh Shemokin's going to have an advantage, too, because they're going to kick the ball off from way upfield. They're not going to be kicking off the 35. Or, uh, excuse me. We are going to be kicking the ball off from our own 20-yard line. So that's going to be difficult. So Shemokin's going to end up with the ball in great field positions again. 
So not a, as you said, not a great way to start this. The offensive possession got a positive play on first down. Then got stopped on a couple-yard loss on a run by Hoover, and then Bastion sacked as he got pushed out of the pocket, and it turns into a scary situation when you're deep in your own end zone looking to punt it. The ball was delivered low. Catherman tried to pick it up, unable to, and like you said, Dave, he ran to the back of it, was able to kick it out of the end zone, and it gives the Shemokin Indians a 2 nothing lead with 9.51 to go in the opening quarter. That's the Seals Grow Forward drive summary. I can tell you this, uh, Shemokin is pumped. Those guys are up over there. Their coaching staff and their players, are. there's a whole lot of activity over there. There's a whole lot of hollering, a whole lot of uh, spirit over there. So we'll see what happens here. Now, Seals have got to get this momentum back. There's no momentum at all. Got to get it back right now. Just that feeling kind of uh, subdued here on the near side are the Seals Grove Seals. Their defense will be put to the test early, like you said, Dave, because they got to kick it off from their own 20-yard line. The return guys are standing about the 25-yard line. Rule gets away a good kick. Return man gets it at his own 25. Up the left hash, could be hit at the 40 and driven down as he falls forward to about the 41-yard line. Like Brandon Heil, the first guy down there, but good field position for the Smokin' Indians. They lead 2-0 on a safety by the Smokin' defense. And the Seals Grove Seals defense jogged out on the field, trailing 2-0. Looking at their defense, Fogarty up front along with Miller, Metzger, and also you'll see Spencer George up front. The linebackers starts with Ryan Allman in the middle, Rumberger and Rothamal, Heil and Kissing. You're the linebackers. Hoover the safety. The corners are Amit and four as Maddie gets the call, jumps over a lineman and able to take it beyond the 45 out to the 47-yard line, pick up about four, make that five. It'll be a second down and five for the Indians. That was a good-looking play for Shemokin to start off with. They ran the ball right up the middle, and they got they got nice movement up front. So I'm not sure what's happening with our downman, but they've got to take that offensive line back. Max Madden, 603 yards coming in tonight. He had a 61-yard touchdown run a week ago against the Seals Grove Seals as the lone touchdown for the Smokin' Indians. Going to get the call again. Off the right. He's got room. He's going to get a first down with a good push as he's going to get about six on the carry. Take it into Seals Grove territory at the 47-yard line. Stopped by a host of Seals Grove Seals, but not until after Madden's able to pick up the first down. The first first down for Either team goes to the Shemokin Indians. That's hard-nosed Shemokin football right up the gut. Two plays, very successful. After this play, we'll look at the offense of the Shemokin Indians. One wide receiver split to the left. Blitz coming. Ronberger right up the middle. Give it to Madden. He squeezes through. As he's going to take it to the 40-yard line, he pops up, runs back to the huddle after picking up about seven on that. It's going to be a second down and seven. Looking at the offense for the Shemokin Indians quarterback, Brett Nye. In the backfield, Madden, Frosch, Paul, and you'll even see Weary as well. Receiving court, Zakowski and Delball. The tight end is Miller. The lineman, Rodarmel, Makuluska, Kitchen, Zaylor, and Kodak for the Shemokin Indians. This is going to go to Frosch off the right side. He's got some room for the first down. Takes it inside the 40, down to the 39-yard line. And, Dave, I agree. There's definitely a pep in that smoking Indian offense right now. They're moving the ball for another first down. Yeah, they're 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 not pulling any punches. These guys are coming. They're just coming here to, to play black and blue football. They are running right at us, and they are being successful. They're not getting big yards, but they're getting adequate yards every play. 
Moving the chains, so it's a first down for Shemokin at the Seals Grove 34-yard line. Nye's going to give it to Matt. Hit in the backfield and just take it down. Miller and Heil. Heil got him high. Miller got him low. It's going to be a loss of a yard, so it'll be a second down and 11 for the Shemokin Indians. That was a terrific by, uh, play by Miller. He ran a gap technique, which he was trying to split the, the guard tackle gap. He did it. He's low, and uh, he made contact with the running back right around the waist. Boy, he, it just stopped. Great job by Steve Miller. Brandon Heil Brandon was right there with him. He comes in over to eight tackles a game, nine tackles for loss, and five sacks for the defense, does Brandon Heil. It's going to go to Madden. He's trying to pile up to the outside. Does as he takes it inside the 30 down to the 29-yard line. So this is going to be a third down play here for the Shemokin Indians. are going to call it a third down and five after the six-yard run by Madden off the right side. Now they're on the Seals 29-yard line right now. It's third and five. It's going to be interesting to see what they do because it seems like they don't want to throw the ball. You can continue to run it here as it went off the right side on that one. It's going to be a third down play here at the Seals Grove 29-yard line. They're going to run it again. Going off to the left this time, hitting the backfield. Was that Rumberger initially in there and then finished off from behind, maybe Ahmed on the finish, but it's going to be short of a first down. It's only at the 29-yard line, so it's going to be a fourth down play here for the Smoking Indians. Fourth and about four, long four. It's going to be an interesting down here. I'll, I'll tell you what, they're good. no uh, no thought of, of doing anything but to go for it on Shemokin's bench. So we'll see what happens. Seals Grove has done well on fourth down conversions defensively. Looking to come up with a big stop here. Blitz coming. Long count by Brett Nye. Takes it. He's going to pass. Rolling to his right. Being chased by Brandon Heil. Heil unable to get to him, but pushed him out of the pocket. It's going to be incomplete. It turned the ball over on downs. Back to the Seals Grove Seals. Amazing. That was amazing by Shemokin. They came out. They did not show one hint of their base offense, which is a wing tee. They came out power eye the whole way, the whole time there. They had a fullback, a tailback behind them, and a power back next to the fullback, and they ran right at us. The only th- pass play they tried was that last play. They jumped, they jumped back into the wing tee, and they ran a bootleg. So Seals Grove down 2-0 to the Schmokin Indians with 6-11 to go in the first quarter. They gave up a safety on their first possession as Catherman was back to punt, unable to scoop up the ball, kicked it out of the back of the end zone. Schmokin got great field position following the kickoff after the safety, but the Seals Grove defense able to hold them on fourth down. Bashy gets the call. Design keeper trying to squeeze it through a couple defenders with a flag on the play as he takes it to the 34-yard line, but the officials are going to chit-chat about that one here. We talked about the amount of penalties between these two teams as they get a flag there. Would have been a decent run by Bastion, but from the body language, it looks like this one's going to come back as it's going to be blocked below the waist or a clipping call against the Sealands Grove Seals, so that's going to be a big penalty take away a positive run by Bastion on the keeper. That's a shame, and that flag came out right away. It must have been one of the linemen right off the ball who chopped somebody, but you're allowed to do that as long as you don't change direction. You, you can't chop a guy if you take a step one direction and move another direction, but if you stay in one direction, you're allowed to chop. Not quite sure how they made that call, but I'm not going to doubt them. This is a good officiating crew we have tonight. Puts Seals Grove in a very tough situation. Back to the 15-yard line. The line to get for a first down is their own 39-yard line as Nate Allman splits to the right. It's a lone receiver in the formation. 
Bastion under center. Gives it to the deep man. That's Heil. Off to the left side. He's got room off the left sideline. 30, 35, 40. A first down as he takes it close to the 45-yard line. That was an inside zone run to the right. And that was inside run right. Heil saw there was nothing there, and he cut back to the left and got big yards. All the way out to the 39-yard line on a 30-yard run by Brandon Heil. Popping it to the outside. Huge first down for the Seals to move the chains. You could really see Brandon's speed on that play. He really accelerated to the outside. As he got it to the 44-yard line. First down at 10 for the Seals. Bastion under center. Going to give it to Heil again. Trying to pop it to the left. Hit it the line of scrimmage. Falls forward. See if they give him... About a half yard on that, and that's going to be it. Boy, this is going to be a fast-moving first quarter. Both teams running the ball. Already had five minutes to go in the first quarter, with Smoke and leading 2-0 over the Seals. Yeah, this game's going to be over uh, early tonight if we keep the, the, the ball on the ground because we're not stopping the clock. Clock continues run. By the time they get this one going, it's going to be under five minutes to go here in the first half. Again, Seals Grove trailing 2-0 to the Shimokan Indians. Seals Grove trying to make back-to-back wins against Shimokan after the win a week ago over the Indians. High formation. Bastion. Deep man gets the call. Squeezes between, and there's a flag thrown deep in the, the defensive play. backfield. Let's see what that call is and why they're chit-chatting about that. Going to let you know that on 100.9 the Valley, Sunday the Steelers try to stay unbeaten, take control in the AFC North as they head to the Inner Harbor to visit the Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens coverage begins at 11. Kickoff at 1 on 100.9 the Valley. All part of the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation family. And the flag was a sideline warning for Shemokin. I bet that was the chit-chatting through the uh, week about we're going to have to keep all the coaches on the sideline. Uh, you know, that, that, that's a good, that's a nice job. I agree. And and last week the officials lost the game. They lost control. That was the problem. So the warning's been giving. It's third down here. Deep man, that's Teague Hoover. He's got room. First down into smoking territory beyond the 45, down to the 44-yard line. Muscle run. Big opening by the Seal offensive line. And Seals Grove picks up another first down. Seals Grove right now is just running lead and, and, and counter, and lead and power, and lead and counter. It's just inside power run, just what Shemokin did to us in that, their first uh, possession. Under a beautiful scene, the moon way up above in the clouds. As the Seals Grove Seals trying to move the ball down the field. They got it in Shemokin territory at the 44-yard line. First down and 10. 3.45 to go in the opening quarter. Shemokin leading 2-0 over the Seals. Again, Bastion gives it to the deep man. That's T. Groover. has got room inside the 40, down to the 39-yard line. A burst of five. Second down and five as that is... Catherman leading the way along with Nate Allman up ahead and giving a good push by that Seals Grove offense. That was a power play where the tight end uh, tackle uh, blocked down and the guard kicks out on a defensive end. And I can tell you, Fogarty just leveled their defensive end on that play. And then Allman led, and uh, good job by Hoove. Good yards. Second down and five for the Seals. Tight formation. Got some jumping up top and some excessive. Now we're going to get some flags thrown here. Now, whether because a Seals Grove Seals guy did jump on the far side, are they going to get him or nope? They're going to get the Smoking Indians jumping off sides before the Seals Grove Seals tight end jumped on the left side. So they're going to walk this off. Now it's going to be just short of a first down because it was like five and a half yards to pick up the first down. So now Seals Grove set up at a second down and a half yard 
at the Shemokin 35-yard line. It's looking good. We're moving the ball. Things are happening. I'd like to see a first down picked up on this play here, not wait the third down. See if Bastion just keeps it here between a good push. No, get it to the fullback. Ryan Allman's got a first down and more inside the 30. Down to the 28-yard line goes your senior fullback as he's stopped by the middle of that Shemokin defensive line. But Sealers Grove Seals, I'm going to say, I'm going to go on a limb, Dave. The first time, three first downs in a row and one possession by the Seals Grove Seals. That's a very good point. I don't remember that. It's, it's got to be pretty darn close. That's, I don't think you're out on a limb. I think you're about right. But I'll take it. And I'll take a wedge play like we just ran the last play, which was awesome. Our offensive line just moved him. Stay in tight formation again. Give it to Hoover. He's got room. Second level. Dragging the defender close to the 21-yard line. That was a lead left. Fullback in front, tailback lead. That's Miller on the stop. And there's going to be a stoppage here as it's going to be a timeout taken here with 2.13 to go. Here in the first quarter with Shemokin leading 2-0. If you're just joining us, Seals Grove had the possession to start the game. They had a good run on first down. Then they got stopped for a couple-yard loss on second down. Bastion got pushed out of the pocket on third down, got a big sack on the play, did the Shemokin Indians. And then when they tried to punt, a low snap, got away from Catherine, kicked out of the back of the end zone. And that's where we stand. 2-0 game, Shemokin leading. But Seals Grove on the move as they have it second down. Down and about three to pick up a first down in Shemokin territory at the 22-yard line. I can tell you that Seals Grove offensive line right now is just whooping Shemokin's defensive front, and and I, it's, it looks good. I, I like where they are. They, they seem to have the right attitude. They seem to have some confidence tonight, which is great. When we talk about a team only averaging 2.4 first downs in the first half all season long, they have three on this possession, but it's not enough. We've got to stick it in the end zone. Got to keep moving. Second down, and they're calling it two on the clock. It might be a little more about two and a half for the Seals Grove Seals. Stay with a tight formation. This is Bastion keeping it. He's going to have a first down as he's able to get inside the 20, but another flag thrown on the play here, and the official's going to let us know that it's going to be against the Seals Grove Seals. So take away a first down pickup by senior quarterback Coy Bastion. We talk about penalties, and we've seen a lot of them already here in this first quarter between both teams. And we talked last week, there was a lot of penalties in the game when you Schmokin had 10 for 74 yards, Seals Grove had 6 for 76 yards. And we have penalty here, and it takes away a first down pickup by the Seals. Second down and seven, under two to go in the first quarter, 2 nothing lead for the Schmokin Indians. Bastion under center, taking the snap. Give it to Heil, trying to get it to the outside. Dragging the defender inside the 25-yard line or maybe right at the 25-yard line. Short of a first down, it's going to end up being about a third down and six, and you think four-down territory if they need it for the Seals offense. I would think full four-down territory here, yeah, absolutely, especially given the fact that our offensive line is, is doing pretty well. Last play, we tried to run a power left with our guard kicking out a defensive end. It didn't work. They got some penetration there. But I'll tell you what, Heil dug in and got about – Got a little bit of yardage, maybe about a half a yard, but that was a tough run. So third down and six for the Seals in Shemokin territory at the 26-yard line. Give it to Hoover, hitting the backfield. His face went down almost like he got grabbed by the face mask, but I didn't see a call there. So it's going to bring up a fourth down, and I see Kevin Gearhart jogging out. So they're going to attempt a field goal here 
as right now the Seals Grove had as a Shemokin 26-yard line. So we're talking about a 42-yard field goal. They're going to spot it down, put the T down. Nope, they're going to put the T down at the 34-yard line. So a 44-yard field goal attempt by senior Kyle Rule to try to give the Seals Grove the lead. Nick Rice will do the holding. It's a good snap. The kick is up. And sails off to the left, and no good. But Seals Grove, a nice possession there. Moved it into smoking territory, but end up getting a penalty on a first down picked up and pretty much took the win out of that drive as Rule tried the field goal. Falls off to the left. Schmokin takes over first down and 10, leading 2-0 at their own 20-yard line. And there's only 30 seconds left in the first quarter already, so that was one quick quarter. And I have 7.20 on my watch. That's a very fast-moving first quarter. Both teams running the ball an awful lot. Would expect the same here by the Schmokin Indians. This very easily could be the last play of the first quarter if they stay what they did in the first possession. One wide receiver splits to the left. That's Zakowski. Three backs in the backfield. Blitz coming by Ahmet. The pitch is going to go to Madden off the right side. He's going to run away from one defender and then met by a host of guys. Looks like Kissinger on the stop there at the 25-yard line. So it's going to be a pickup of five. It'll be a second down and five as the game clock runs under 10 seconds to go here in the first quarter. And I don't think Schmokin's going to be in any hurry here to get another playoff as the first quarter will come to an end. As it does, the Schmokin Indians, not realizing that there's only one second left on the clock, not going to get the playoff. That's the end of the first quarter. As Seals Grow Seals find themselves trailing the Schmokin Indians 2 to nothing. Let's flip sides of the field. This is Seals Grow Football. Presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. You're invited to the first annual Aaron's Trunk or Treat on October 31st from 1 to 3 p.m. in the parking lot at 1102 North High Street, Seals Grove. It'll provide a fun, safe environment for parents or guardians to bring children in costumes to trick or treat and enjoy the fun of the holiday. When you arrive, be sure to sign up at the registration table for some great door prizes and up to $50 off a new agreement. Aaron's is offering six months same as cash and free setup and delivery. Visit Aaron's showroom the whole month of October for great clearance sales and new merch merchandise coming in weekly. Aaron's and Sealands Grove, we are easy, beautiful, and affordable. Stop by today. Eagle 107. Welcome to Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Hey, on Eagle 107, the Eagles host the Cowboys. Sunday night football this week. Join Merle Reese. Mike Quick from the link beginning at 7 with the kickoff at 820. And it's on Eagle 107. Moving to the second quarter as the Seals Grove Seals find themselves trailing 2 nothing. To the Shemokin Indians, looking at total numbers in that first half, given to me by my stat man, Zach Showers. 50 yards by the Seals, 34 by Shemokin. Brandon Howe has five carries for 34 yards. Hoover, four carries for 19. Max Madden for the Shemokin Indians, six carries for 28 yards. As the Shemokin Indians have a second down and fives to start the second quarter, leading 2-0 over the Seals. Ryan Allman on the blitz. Give it to Madden. Squeezes through. Gets beyond the 30 to the 31. So that's going to be enough of a first down. Kissinger on the stop along with Spencer George. But a first down pickup by Shemokin moves the chains, and they'll have it at their own 31-yard line. Again, Schmokin just came out in the same power eye that we're running, and they ran a fullback and power back in front of the ball, inside right. It's just a power run game, and they it looked like they moved the, moved the ball pretty well there, but it's still it's first and ten now. First down and ten as Nye, the sophomore quarterback for the Schmokin Indians, breaks out of the huddle. 
Two backs in the backfield. Turn. Give it to the deep man. That's Madden again. Right between the tackles. He'll get to the 35-yard line. He'll pick up a four. Second down and six for the Schmokin Indians. They lead 2-0. We've just moved into the second period. It's unreal. I, uh, that time they ran lead left, and the fullback, we blitzed the back right into it, and the fullback met him about a yard behind the line of scrimmage, and uh, the, their tailback still picked up about four yards. So both teams are having some success on the ground right now. Connor Grove playing a corner on the left side here for the Seals Grove Seals as Nate Allman on the right. Three backs in the backfield. Power look by Schmokin. Give it to Frosch off the... Left side, hit in the backfield. Brian Heil initially in there. Spencer George involved in the stop. It'll be a short pickup, if any, maybe back to the original line of scrimmage. It will be at the 35-yard line. So it's going to be a third down and six for the Indians. And Shimoka just sent the fullback right at Brandon Heil to try to kick him out. And Brandon just outquicked him down inside and made that play. Good job by Brandon Heil. He was down on the feet of the running back in the backfield. Frosch comes in tonight, 258 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He has seven catches as well for 144 yards for the Indians, but nothing on the carry there. Third down and six for the Indians. One receiver to the left. Blitz coming. Give it to Matt. Hit in the backfield, and then just demolished. Steve Miller and also Rothamal in on the stop. That's a fourth down and a punting situation for the Smoking Indians. Again, power power inside, run game to the right. Now, I'm telling you, this is a, an incredibly physical game out there. Very, very demanding, hard-hitting on the line of scrimmage right now. It's it's a black and blue ball game. Nye will kick this one away as Heil and Hoover will backpedal to about their own 30-yard line. The punt's away. End over end kick's going to hit the turf. Be taken by Heil between the hash. Trying to bounce it to the outside. Nope. Reverses his field. Takes it beyond the 40. Out to the 42-yard line. And then Mr. Do-Everything, Brandon Heil, gives Seals Grove great field position at the 42-yard line. Now Seals Grove trailing 2-0 to the Shemokin Indians. That's all the scoring at this point. Again, a week ago, Seals Grove won 20-7 over Shemokin, getting 13 points to start the game in the first quarter and the first matchup between these two teams it was smoking getting out to a lead they led 14 nothing at the end of the first quarter as they would go on and win that one 16 nothing a week ago seals grove won 20 to 7 they pop out of the huddle wide receivers to each side eye formation behind bastion waiting for everyone to set up sends nate almond in motion from left to right bastion takes the snap look it to the right going to get rid of it almost picked Almost picked, but it hits the turf as Del Ball. Nope, that's Sikowski. Almost stepped in front of that one. And, boy, if he got his hands on that one and made the catch, he was going for a TD. That was a fly pattern. We ran, and out, our outside receiver ran ran down the field. Our inside receiver did a short down and out. Tried to deliver the ball to him in a flat, but we just couldn't get it there. Second down and 10 following the incompletion. Bastion will walk up. Behind center, Nick Young. Wide receivers east side, stays in the eye formation. Turn, deep man, gets the call. Tiptoes through. That's Hoover. He's going to get to the 44-yard line, so he'll pick up a two. It'll be a second down and eight. So a little extracurricular stuff going on there, and you can see the officials are being schooled. The guy official ran out, and it wasn't anything, but I guess they're saying, hey, let's not even let it start to get to be anything, as he uh, ran out to where there was some action between the the offense guy for Seals and a defender for the Smoking Indians. Well, we have Kerry Latshaw. He's wearing a white hat tonight. He's a quality man, and uh, he runs a quality crew. So I think these guys are going to keep it under control. 
Big play here. Third down and eight for the Seals. Under nine minutes to go here in the first half. Seals go trailing 2-0. Got some jumping up front. Looks like Miller and Frosch both for the Smoking Indians jump. But never know. Do they find something else to call here as they're going to say it's offsides against the defense. So that's going to be a five-yard walk-off and make this a much more manageable third down play. But a third down and three now for the Seals Grove Seals right at their own 49-yard line. And Coy did a good job of hard counting that defense that time. And our offensive line, it, the hardest thing for, to do when you're a hard counting team is not have your own guys jump offsides. And our guys did a great job there. Setting up a much more manageable third down here for the Seals. I formation behind Bastion. Blitz coming for Shemokin. Going to give it to Hoover. Squeeze. He's got room. First down pickup inside the 45. He was a shoestring away from taking that one into the end zone for the Seals Grove Seals. But they do pick up a big first down at the Shemokin 44-yard line. Pat, man, he was gone. One shoestring tackle. He was gone. Man, that Shemokin almost, it, it almost bit him in the butt having all those guys up in the line of scrimmage here because if he had broken that tackle, there was no free safety back there to catch him. But That's the does, gamble. Shemokin takes every play. But he does pick up a first down at the Indian 44-yard line. Seals trail 2-0 to the Indians. Stay with the I-4 base. Fullback gets the call. That's Ryan Ahmed. He's going to take it to the 40-yard line. Nothing wrong with a four-yard blast for your senior fullback to take it to the 40. Now it'll be a second down and six. We'll take that play anytime. Second to six is quite manageable, especially when we're running the ball right now. I love it. See, Aaron Rothamall came off limping. Spencer George will check into the game as he's being looked at by the medical staff here on the near side. JT will take a look at him, one of the best guys you can have taking care of your, your players as he'll take a look at Rothamall. Second down and six. Bastion gives it to Hoover. Or excuse me, this is Heil, and Heil's going to take it to the 36-yard line. So nice blast off the right side. And, Dave, when you're able to squeeze through and pick it up positive play, credit to that offensive line. Doggone right. We're down to third, and what about a long, maybe two, a short two, long one. But I'll tell you what, I love what we're seeing here. Our kids are just coming out and just crushing them up front right now. This is good stuff. 6.50 to go here in the first half with Seals Grove trailing 2-0 to the Smoking Indians. This is the District 4 4A semifinal game between the Seals and the Indians. And this is throwback football right now, people. This is old school football. Blitz coming by Shemok. Got some confusion up front. And they're going to chit-chat about here and why they do that. And remind you that on 1070 WKAK, the Nittany Lions try to bounce back with the Big Ten showdown against Ohio State. Join Steve Jones, Jack Camp, Roger Corey from Beaver Stadium Saturday night. Tailgate show, tailgate show starts at 6 with the kickoff 7.30 on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. That's a penalty against the Seals. They'll walk the ball back beyond the 40 at the 41-yard line. So now it's a third down, and we're going to call it 7 for the Seals Grove Seals. Kissinger is going to split far to the left. He's got Sikowski on him. High formation. Blitz coming again by Shemokin. Long got some. There's going to be a timeout taken here by the Sealands Grove Seals. Dave, we're looking for big plays throughout the game. As I see Rothball checks back into the game, Spencer George will come out. But 
try to keep an eye on big game, big plays, big action here tonight between both teams, and we call them candidates for the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Boy, love to see a big one on this drive here. Well, me too. I'd love to see another one. So far, we've only had one, and it's come against us in the form of a, a poor snap on a punt. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, we need some big plays here. We need a, a we need something to happen here. Also, we take a look at other scores going on around the valley. We call it the Aubrey Alexander Toyota Out of Town Scoreboard. Take a peek at that in a minute and get you updated on that. Recapping what's been going on here. Smoking got on the board first on a safety. They had a safety when the last time these two teams met here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field, and they match it again with another safety and that's all they've gotten so far as you said Dave so right now it's a 2 nothing lead for the Shemokin Indians. Sealsgrove has it at Shemokin's 41 yard line on his third down and seven play. High formation blitz coming by Shemokin. Long count by Bastion going to send a man in motion. That's Nate Almond from right to left. Bastion takes a step. Look at over the middle and he's looking for Rothamall, but it's going to be well underthrown. Rothamall still a bit of a limp as he ran out to try to get open out there, but unable to. So falls incomplete. It'll bring up a fourth down, and Catherman will try to pin the Shemokin Indians deep in their own territory. Look to me like Micah Miller, the defensive uh, player for Shemokin, got pressure on a court. I think he got a piece of that ball when, 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 he, uh, when Coy threw it. He's a tall defender there, and he did, so it falls short, and Katherman will look to punt this one away. A lot of pressure, but he gets away from the one defender and almost kicks it into the hands of another. Gets a good roll. It's going to roll down to about the 12-yard line. So Katherman, the senior punter, able to pinch Schmoke deep in the room territory. Schmoke will take over first down and 10. Take a look at some updated scores. Southern leading line, Mountain 28-0. Southern or South Williamsport leading Troy 14 to 12, and Chickalimi leading Midwest 7 to 6 at that at this point. Those are all updated scores brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toya out of town scoreboard. First down and 10 for Schmokin. They have it at their own 12 yard line. Under six to go in the first half. Schmokin leading two nothing. This is going to go to Max Madden off the left side. He's going to get it to the 15 yard line. As Rumberger got involved in the stop there for the Seals after the two-yard pickup. Second down and eight for the Smoking Indians. And that was just, again, a lead left. Fullback through first onto the backer and then tailback following. Inside run, power football. And guys up front, Miller, Fogarty, and Vance Metzger defensively for the Seals Grove Seals. Second down and long. Three backs in the backfield for Nye. He's going to quote, throw it quickly out to Del Ball. Del Ball's going to make the catch. Gets away from Nate Almond. He'll be taken down by Hoover as Hoover makes the stop after Del Ball got outside the 30-yard line. See if he stepped out of bounds at the 31-yard line. So Nate Almond did force him out of bounds, but it is a first down pickup for the Shemogan Indians. And that, that was just one of, the, uh, one of those plays where the, the um, the wide receiver just steps forward and, and then takes two steps back, catches the ball, and runs. And that, they got some good yards on that play. Pick it up the first down there. So nigh under center for the Indians. On his first down and 10 play. Going to give it to Frosch off the right side, trying to bounce it out. The hit knocked off his feet. That's Ryan Almond coming up. Helped by T. Hoover, but mostly 
your middle linebacker got to the play, and he knocked Frosch off his feet, who is a big running back for the Indians. He is, and you can hear and feel that hit all the way up here where we are. That was quite a hit. This is a very physical, hard-hitting football game right now. I mean, it's just it's just battering rams. Two teams just flying at each other and just taking each other on, man. Every play just going straight at them. Frosch at 5'11", 172-pound junior running back for the Smoking Indians stopped as he got to the 35-yard line. Blitz coming. It's going to go to Ian Paul off the left. He's got room out to the 40, close to a first-down marker. It looks like he's going to have enough as he's able to get it to the 41-yard line. I think they'll move the chains and give the Smoking Indians a first down here as the officials still will chit-chat a little bit as the head official comes up, takes a peek, and he's going to ask for the chains to come out and take a look. And after making uh, a lot of points about not checking it in a couple games we had early in the season, but we see that with uh, some officials over the last couple weeks taking a closer look what it is, as close as it is right here for a smoking first down. And then Kerry Lotchall's in, in, in charge of the situation. He does a good job, so I'm sure that they'll be they'll be right on the spot with this. They stretch the chains, and it looks first like down. it's going to be a first down by about a half a link for the Shemokin Indians, so they move the chains. They have it at their own 41-yard line, leading 2 nothing with 4.14 to go here in the first half. Smoking up at the line of scrimmage, waiting to get this play off here. One wide receiver split to the right. That's Nate Almit defending him. Nye under center, taking the snaps. Going to give it to Ian Paul between the tackles. Gets away from the initial defense. Takes it to the 45-yard line. So going to pick up four. It'll be a second down and six for the Smoking Indians. As Vance Metzer will come to the sideline. and Looks like uh, Seiko will come in and play the tackle position on the defensive side for the Seals. You know, Shemokin is a, a, a base wing team, uh, wing T offense, and you don't see misdirection tonight out of them. And that really is uh, one of the basic fundamental things of the wing T. Power eye to the right this time. Deep man gets the call. That's Madden. Second level gets hit. It's got about first down in the Seals Grove territory at about the 48-yard line. So it's a first down pickup by Max Madden. And Dave, you, you said it. I have him listed at 5'8", 145, and as a junior in Max Madden, you saw a publication that had him at 5'4". So yeah, I have a, a, a yeah, I have a roster here with that on. But either way, not a big guy, but a wrestler and a tough runner oh, yeah. for the Smoking Indians. He's a tough kid, you can tell. Clock continues to run. Coming up on three minutes to go here in the first half. Deep man, Matty gets the call again. Squeezes by a tackle. Up the right sideline. Being chased by one guy that's not going to be able to get him. Tackled at the goal line. Into the end zone. Nope, they're going to say it's at the one-yard line. As Max Madden's going to be tackled just short of the goal line. At the one-yard line. So, smoking will be in business. First down, goal to go from the one. That was an unreal effort by Nate, or excuse me, Ryan Almond that time. He caught him from, he caught that running back from behind on a one yard line never quit and never gave up i like that kid's effort and was it connor grove who was chasing him initially and madden did get away from him slowed him down just a bit and like you said nate almond not giving up on the play was able to make the tackle at the one yard line smoking has it at the ceilings Grove one yard line first down goal to go trying to add to their two nothing lead nye under center is going to be a timeout taken here by the Shemokin Indians with 2.30 to go here 
attention, Seals Grove Sports In fans. the first Tomorrow, half. October 31st is a big day for our two high school soccer teams. The Seals Grove Seals trailing 2-0 at this point, and Seals Grove had good possessions, were able to move the ball decently well against the Shemokin defense, but unable to stick it in the end zone right now, trailing 2-0. Again, when you look back at the two games between these two teams, and you know the, the numbers are pretty similar, and what they've been able to do against these two teams is the we knew coming in that Shemokin Indians were averaging over 26 points per game. Seals Grove held them to seven a week ago, and they've done that a lot against a lot of these teams. But when you broke it down, the team's obviously one and one in the matchups. Seals Grove scoring 20 in those two matchups, while the Indians score 23. First downs total, 14 for the Seals in two games. Indians 22. So we knew it's going to be another tough one here, but Schmokin has it at the Seals Grove one-yard line. First down, goal to go for the one. Dell ball splits to the right. Nye under center. Take it a snap. Give it to Max Madden into the end zone. Touchdown for the Shemokin Indians. Lead left. And I can tell you this, Shemokin's offensive line took over the line of scrimmage on that series. So Seals Grove finds themselves trailing to the Shemokin Indians as their kicker, Masoski, will come out and try to kick the extra point here. Trying to add to their lead. They currently lead 8 to nothing over the Seals Grove Seals. Snaps good, holds good. The kick is a line drive, and it does get through for the Shemokin Indian. Shemokin now leads 9-0 with 2.26 to go in this opening half. And a lot of pressure being put on the Seals Grove offense. Seals Grove offense coming in tonight, averaging just 14 points per game. They right now trail... 9 nothing to the Shemokin Indians with 2.27 to go here in the first half. I was going to say, we have 2.27 here to go in the first half, and we, we need to do something well with our offense before we go in. Um, we we got to move the ball. It would be nice to get down there and get a score. We have two timeouts left, 2.27. There's plenty of time. So one-yard run by Madden for the Shemokin Indians, completing an eight-play eight drive. Covering 87 yards, took three minutes and 31 seconds. The extra point good, and it's a 9-0 lead for the Shemokin Indians. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Madden has another touchdown on the season. He now has six on the season for the Shemokin Indian offense. This kick is away to be taken by Hoover. He's at the 15, the 20, squeezes through to the 30. Still going to the 35-yard line. Looks like the market at the 36-yard line. Great field position once again for the Seals at their own 36-yard line with 2.20 to go here in the first half. That was a good return by Hoove. Uh, he, he came, it was a return left. They came to their bench and uh, well-blocked and a tough run. He got it out to 35, 36-yard line. Start from way deep in his own territory when he caught that ball. Seals Grove's going to pop out of the huddle here. First down and 10 at their own 36-yard line. 2.20 to go in the opening half. They trail 9-0. Bashi gives it to the deep man. Heil, not much. Fall forward to the 37-yard line. So give him about one on the pickup. It'll be a second down and nine for the Seals Grove Seals. 
Well, Seals Grove has not yet abandoned its its, uh, its game plan because they, they just came right back to the power run, first down. Second and about, uh, what, about nine and a half now, right? It's going to be a long second down, yep, second and nine and a half, a long nine, short ten, whatever way you want to look at it, but it's a second down and long for the Seals. I formation with one receiver split to the right. Blitz coming by Frosch. Quick pitch is going to go to Heil. Squeezes through a hole. Reverses to the field. Gets to the 45. Dives forward. Close to the first down pickup by junior running back. Brandon Heil reverses his field. He's going to be stopped by Zakowski, who gets up slow off the turf. But it's enough for a huge first down for the Salem's Grove Seals. You know, you really can see some growth in Brandon's running. He sees the field now. He started off right. All the linebackers were over there, and he just cut back. And, wow, what a nice run. First down at 10, stay in the eye formation, give it to Heil again, off the left, squeezes under a tackle as he takes it into smoking territory, down to the 45-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of eight to make it a second down and two for the Seals. And he got a nice block there by Seco and by Ryan Almond. Ryan did a nice job on the outside there. They kicked out on the outside backer on the left side. Good-looking play. Second down and two, clock Sits at 1-11 to go here in the first half. Seals Grove trailing 9-0 to the Indians. Stay with the same call. This is the Hoover, and he's going to be stopped. Back to the original line of scrimmage. That's going to be it. It's going to set up a huge third down play here for the Seals offense. Trailing 9-0 against the Smoking Indians. We're now under a minute. One minute, and the clock is moving. Seals Grove pops out of the huddle. Trying to pick up a first down here. Going to give it a pitch. This is going to go to Hoover. Gets a block from Amit. It's going to be close to a first down marker. Looks like they're going to give him the first down pickup. But no stoppage to the clock as the clock will continue to run. Now they're asking for the stop. They lost about six seconds on that. But the official told him to stop the clock. One, either a first down or let's take a look at it. And if they check this one... They will. They're going to check to see if it's a first down pickup. Dave, I'm going to put this on you. You've been down on the field. You got a good angle of that. Is this a first down? I think it is. But you know, I'm I'm a little partial to the Seals Grove side. But hey, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. First down. They're measuring it out. They're going to say oh, inches short. short here. So inches short, and they did lose some time on that before. They stopped it to check this measurement here. 31 seconds to go, third down and one. If they pick up the first down, it will stop the clock to reset the chains. If they don't get the first down, it'll turn the ball over on downs, and it'll stop the clock either way. But if you don't get the first down here, Smokin' will get it back with under 30 seconds to go here in the first half. Big third down play here for the Seals, trailing 9-0. And it's going to go to Bastion. It's going to get the first down. Falls forward. It's going to get to the 41-yard line. I don't know if you noticed, Dave, but Bastion was trying to disguise the play. He pointed out to Kissinger and told him to, to run the fly. And as soon as he turned back, boom, he hit Nick Young and got the first down. I totally missed that. But I did see that Kissinger was out there all by himself with one guy on him. So that was a good, uh, a good job by Bastion. So it picks up the first down and then... Seals Grove will take a timeout here. Stick around at halftime. We have our spotlight player profile. Also, I have a segment called, you remember this game? We'll get our stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, Dave's analysis. 
All that coming up here at halftime, so don't go anywhere. Updated on other scores going on around the Valley as part of our Aubrey-Alexander-Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Also give you our candidates for the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. Reset things here. Seals Grove just picked up a first down. They'd have the Schmokin 40-yard line. Seals Grove has two time, one timeout remaining. 23 seconds to go here in the first half. Kissing your 101 with Sikowski. On the left, in the slot is Nate Ahmed. No safety for the Smoking Indians. As Bastion's going to look to throw. Rolling to his left. Gets rid of it. Looking for Nate Ahmed. Unable to make the connection there. Go, hits the turf. Goes out of bounds. So it's going to be a second down and 10 for the Sealands Grove Seals. Now the incomplete pass did stop the clock, so that's a good thing. Um, Coy uh, sprinted out to the left there. He Good protection by our offensive line. Very good protection, actually. But uh, we just didn't get the ball to the receiver. Nate Allman had worked his way beyond inside the 30-yard line, looking for that reception from Bastion, unable to make the connection. It'll be a second down and 10. 18 seconds to go here in the first half. Seals Grove trailing 9-0. Bastion drops back, looking for Kissinger. He's going to get rid of it, and it's going to be intercepted. As the Kelsey's going back the other way, he's going to be tackled by Kissinger. As he throws the interception to Zakowski, Shemokin will take over first down and 10 with 10 seconds to go here in the first half. Coy threw that to the right guy. I mean, Scott Kissinger was out here uh, all by himself, and one of their cornerbacks saw that he was out there late and came flying over. And I swear, the fact that that defender got there late actually helped him because he was a little further back off the ball, and he was able to just step right in front of it when Coy threw it. So see what Shemokin does here. They have a first down and 10 from their own 37, 38-yard line. Only 10 seconds left in the first half. As Nye will be in a shotgun formation. Deuces. Means wide receivers to each side. He's going to take the snap as Nye. Rolling to his left. Be a chase from behind. Got to stand up. Gets rid of it. And it's going to be almost intercepted. But it's going to hit the turf. Romberger put a hand on it. And Teague Hoover had a beat on there. He was going to make the interception. Oh, no, that was Brandon Heil. But it hits the turf, falls incomplete. Sealagrove almost come up with an interception and might have been able to be returned. That was close. And Spencer George did a very nice job of getting pressure on a quarterback there, too. So Nye, fortunate that that one was not intercepted. As they're going to send just one, nope, they're going to go with the same deal. Twins to each side. That's two wide receivers to each side. This time, Nye's under center. See if he just hands this off and runs out the first half clock. As Madden's got some room, crosses the 50, and it'll be tackled by Fogarty. And that'll end the first half. Both teams will head to the locker room as the Seals Grove Seals find themselves trailing to the Smoking Indians. 9-0. Stick around at halftime. Got a lot to share with you, so don't go anywhere. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. In difficult times, our thoughts center on protecting and providing for our families. A well-thought-out estate plan is essential to that goal. The Shock Law Office in Sealance Grove will help tailor a plan and documents to help you meet your individual needs and goals. If you care for a loved one who is elderly or has special needs, the Shock Law Office can prepare a plan that helps protect their assets and their access to public benefit programs. Call the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 to schedule an in-person or remote appointment to discuss your plan. Or find them on the web at shochlaw.com. Another crazy season. I mean weird. A stadium sports. Sporting event that used to sound like this 
now sounds like this. But you've got the game on the radio and you can still get great food. Delicious Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. And this month, the blizzard of the month is Mocha Fudge. Plus, try the new pumpkin cookie butter shake. And the chicken strip basket is now with Hidden Valley Ranch. Salem's Grove High School football in DQ. And your crowd goes wild. Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Routes 1115 on the strip. Salem's Grove. I'm Art Thomas, president of Diversified Construction. Bathroom modifications, outside ramps and vertical platform lifts, stair glides and door widenings are some of the construction services we provide. Our certified aging in place specialist can meet with your family to discuss projects that keep people living where they want to be. Don't wait for a crisis situation. Diversified Construction can help keep you safe at home. Visit our website, check out our Facebook page, and call us today for a free site visit and consultation. Diversified Construction, proud be the consumer's choice. Sealands Grove Ford is your certified pre-owned Ford headquarters. Buy with confidence. Buy with peace of mind. Leave with the best value on a pre-owned Ford in the area. Balance of a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Finance rates as low as 1.99%, a full tank of gas, and the peace of mind that you made the smart choice. Check out the inventory at SealandsGroveFord.com. At Sealands Grove Ford, it's not just another used car. It's a certified pre-owned Ford at the bridge in Sealands. We are Eagle 107. Hey, on Eagle 107, the Eagles host the Cowboys Sunday Night Football this week. Join Merle Reese, Mike Quick from the link, beginning at 7 with the kickoff at 820 on Eagle 107. Welcome to halftime as the Seals Grove Marching Band entertaining the crowd, as always, doing a wonderful job. Do the... Uh, Seals Grove Seals and this marching band again entertaining the crowd here at halftime. Seals Grove trailing nine nothing to the Shemokin Indians. This week's spotlight falls on number fifty-five Harley Stall. Harley Stall finished his three-year career from two thousand ten to two thousand twelve with one hundred and eighteen tackles, twenty-two point five tackles for loss, seven sacks, and oh by the way, it caused nine fumbles, recovering three of them. Harley was listed at 6'1", 270 pounds, and was a disrupting force for the Seals defense. In 2012, the Seals defense, led by Harley, finished the season with 28 sacks, 21 interceptions, and 21 calls fumbles. In 2012, he dominated a game versus Mount Carmel as he finished the game with three sacks and recorded a safety. In his junior year, he had three sacks versus the Smoking Indians. Also versus the Indians, he recorded four tackles for loss. Harley recorded 10 tackles in three different games throughout his career. One of those games was in a 14-13 win over Berwick. So go along with his 10 tackles, and he also had three tackles for loss. Harley was an anchor in the center position for an offense in 2012 that averaged 24 points per game, rushed for 200 yards per game, carried the ball on a 4.5-yard clip, and had 35 rushing touchdowns for that Seals Grove Seals team back in 2012. The senior leadership from Stahl, along with Mike Walter, Tyler Krebs, and Brett Hummel, and more helped Seals Grove finish that 2012 season 10-4 while winning the District 4 title. This week's spotlight falls on number 55, Harley Stahl. And what a good one he was. <laughs> I love that guy. A uh, bit intense at times, huh? What's that? A bit intense at times. Oh, intense is, yeah, <laughs> and a little crazy. I love Harley. <laughs> Harley is one of the greatest guys ever, I'll tell you. What a, what a character that guy is, and what a great football player he was. I'll tell you, he was very talented. He was a big guy with all kinds of speed and strength. You know, he's one of those guys you'd never want to mess with, but if you are in a foxhole, you'd want him there with you. He wore that number 55 very proudly, did Harley Stahl. 
He's the spotlight player here tonight at halftime. Seals Grove trailing the Smoking Indians 9-0. They have to come back if they have any hopes of moving on here in the district playoffs. This is the District 4 Quad A game against the Smoking Indians. They're hoping to move on to next week to take on the winner of the Mifflinburg Wildcats Jersey Shore Bulldogs who play tomorrow night. If they advance, Eagle 107 will be there, of course. Eagle 107 will bring you Seals game day at 6 with the Derek Hicks conversation at 6.30 followed by the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Again, that's if the Seals Grove Seals advance and take on the winner of the Jersey Shore Bulldogs and the, and the Mifflinburg Wildcats next week. Let's take a break. Come back. Continue have time. This has been given the stats from our Statman Zach Showers. Give you a score and recap of the first half and lots more. All part of halftime here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara Unsicker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for their locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. We all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel. When you want to say congratulations on that beautiful new baby, great job, happy birthday, happy anniversary, or simply I care, trust Gracie's Flowers and Seals Grove to give your feelings their finest expression. Gracie's is a full-service florist. No matter the occasion, Gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons, plants, candles, plush animals, fruits, or snacks for a personal touch. Local delivery is available and gracie's teleflora services can send you bouquet to loved ones anywhere anytime call 570-374-4923 for gracie's flowers 901 north market street in seawance grove at the sholly insurance agency they love sports just ask carol or lynn they're proud to support our area schools and high school football teams they thank the coaches parents and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork dedication respect and character remember for all of life's touchdowns and tackles the Shelley insurance agency is here to help offering coverage for your home auto business and employee benefits Shelley insurance agency we're here to help visit us at shawleyagency.com WNL Nissan on the Strip in Sealands Grove is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals. When you buy from WNL Nissan, you get free loaner vehicles with any service and lifetime free PA inspections. Plus, every fifth oil change is free. There's free pickup and delivery for your service needs. And you get a free complimentary car wash with every service. At WNL Nissan, they're proud to offer a large inventory of new Nissan models and a terrific selection of top quality pre owned vehicles. See all the offers and more details now at WNLNissan.com. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Bullock Memorial Field. Pat O'Brien along with Dave Hess and Zach Showers as the Seals Grove Seals at halftime trailing the Schmokin Indians 9 to nothing. It all got started on a safety with 9.51 to go in the opening quarter. Schmokin led 2 nothing at the end of the first quarter. And then Schmokin would get a touchdown run by Max Madden with 2.27 to go. In the first half, the extra point good, and it's a 9 nothing lead for the Smokin' Indians here at halftime over the Seals Grove Seals. Hey, do you remember this game back in 2015 against the Milton Black Panthers? Seals Grove would see Milton Black Panthers get on the board first, one-yard run with 6.50 to go, completing a seven-play drive. The extra point no good, and Milton led 6 nothing at that point. But then Joey Radel would get on the board on eight-yard touchdown reception with 5.28 to go. 
the extra point good, and Seals Grove would take the lead 7-6. And then Javon Batts had a 12-yard touchdown run with 4.20 to go in the first quarter. That was just a two-play drive. The extra point good, and Seals Grove led 14-6 before Colin Hoke would get a two-yard touchdown reception, completing just another two-play drive. Extra point good, and Seals Grove led 21-6 at the end of the first quarter in a game five years ago, October 30th, 2015. 21-6 at the end of the first quarter, but Seals Grove would open up that lead. The first one on a 34-yard reception by Colin Hoke. Another two-play drive, the extra point good, and Seals Grove led 28-0. Javon got on the board with another eight-yard run. As Seals Grove got the extra point, led 35-6 over the Milton Black Panthers. Tony Dressler got on the board, 11-yard touchdown reception with 2.53 to go in the first half. The extra point good. Seals Grove blowing out the Milton Black Panthers back in 2015, 42-6. They'd get another score on a 23-yard reception from Javon Batts with uh, 45 seconds to go in the first half. Four-play drive covering 40 yards, the extra point good, and was a 49-6 lead at halftime as Logan Livey would finish the night 9 for 13, 138 yards, five touchdowns. And speaking of Logan Livey, he's entered the broadcast booth here for the first time in a long time, and hey, what a good time to talk. Five touchdown performance five years ago, can you believe it, against the Milton Black Panthers, spread it out between... Bats, Colin Hoke, Dressler, Radel, didn't matter who it was. But after Milton scored first, you guys say, whoa, 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 this ain't supposed to happen. Five touchdowns later and took a commanding 49-6 lead. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to think. It's been five years already, but I know that team was uh, something special for sure, having all those crazy athletes. And that, what do you remember a certain play in that first half? Because you had 11-yard reception to Dressler, you had 23-yard reception to Bats. Any of those stand out that you recall? that maybe you felt that, man, we're just about to explode on these boys because you really spread it out. Yeah, uh, I remember the one to Tony. Uh, it was in the right part of the end zone. It was like a fade ball. I remember we, like, flexed him out there, and I just threw him a jump ball because Tony was a better, pretty much better athlete than anyone on the field. So that was definitely a play that sticks out. I remember him making the catch, sliding to the back of the end zone, got up, celebrated, put the ball in the gut of the official, and ran back in celebration. So I do remember that one very well as well. One thing we talked about last week, we do spotlight player at halftime, and we spotlighted Cody Showers. And Cody Showers came on the scene, and I talked about in the spotlight, he thought he was going to be a quarterback. So, I mean, he put everything into being a quarterback. To his credit, he realized that wasn't the position he was going to play, but he became an, an efficient receiver and a trio of receivers for you through your career. Yeah, Cody, uh, he was like the Julian Edelman to, like, my Tom Brady. So he was, he was just a guy that he was always going to be open if you needed to check the ball down. He was, uh, Cody was a really good athlete. People didn't really realize it, so that was a uh, thing we could take advantage of. But having Ricky and uh, Jared to be able to take the top off and stuff like that, be able to hit Cody underneath, he was like always a really reliable guy with good hands. So wait, I, I, I brought the attention to my daughter about this offense. And we, we've seen the offense trying to develop as the season's gone along. The running game's gotten a little bit better and different things like that. But I went back to your career and showed her the difference to what an explosive offense looks like. But it's it was unlike any other offense that you see. It wasn't. What are the things you remember most as you watch that development of that offense? Uh, I mean, honestly, it was probably pretty much most of the uh, 
like thanks had to go to Coach Pope, Derek Pope, because he brought it in and just put in like a system that it was a college system. I think that was really the difference around the area because you see a lot of teams like Southern, Shimokin have like a even like Mount Carmel have like a run first wing T type style, and that's that's been the style around for like ever since I can remember. And when you brought like a four wide uh, spread RPO system into the area, I don't think a lot of teams know how to play it. So I think that was just an advantage to us. And then when you put the kind of athletes on the field that we had in my class and a couple of classes uh, before me and after me, I think that just really uh, suited us well. Talking to Logan Live here at halftime, as Seals Grove trailing, smoking 9 nothing, gave up a safety early and then a late touchdown, and that's where Seals Grove stands. They trailed 9 nothing in the Strictic 4 4A semifinal game. You played in a lot of these type games. They're at halftime. You've been in in front of Derek Hicks and the coaching staff. What's the conversation going on at halftime? Um, I mean, Coach Hicks has never got to, like, get in your face, but he'll definitely uh, rally the troops. He's one of those guys that he's really stern in the locker room, especially, like, at a game at halftime where we're not playing the best. And it's more about – it's not about yelling for him. It's more about just, like, getting everyone on the same page. I know we always had a lot of meetings in the locker room at halftime to try to get everything clicking because that's the most important thing. If the offense isn't clicking or, like, one person maybe not, like, doing their job like they're supposed to be. Um, but if we can, like, get that right, if they can get a couple of things clicking tonight, I think they'll be all right. Talking to Logan Leiby again, record-setting, record-setting quarterback for the Seals Grove Seals in his career for the Seals Grove Seals. We're going to have to take a break, come back, stay right there, Logan. We'll check in with you again. After this break here, Seals Grove trailing 9 nothing. The Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, try Kenny Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Try Kenny Tag Service. Hummel's Wharf is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Try Kenny Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. This is Bill Booker, and as a Seals Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can't attend the games as much as we used to, but I'm thrilled we can still listen to our Seals together. The game of life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 5 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look forward to seeing you all soon in person. And as always, go Seals. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a thousand dollar mistake make the drive to route 45 in lewisburg where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed blaze alexander ford route 45 in lewisburg taking the deals the other guys won't there she is again always messing with your eyebrows she's you Fussing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg. And on Facebook at Blessed Beauty, 570-837-1188. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Seals Grove Seals football. This is Eagle 107. 
halftime as Hillsgrove Seals trailing 9-0 to the Shemokin Indians. Still joined here by Logan Leiby as we kind of reflect back on some games you had. And a lot of big games against the Shemokin Indians, but I'm not even going to reflect on the games against Shemokin, but I am going to reflect on the games played at Kemp Memorial Stadium. Uh, you guys were able to go there and dominate the Shemokin Indians. Seals Grove was able to do that a week ago and able to get the win 20-7 to to avenge an early season loss. And, you know, uh, a lot of great memories there. Um, take me through some of those and, and, and where you – you most look back and go, wow, that you know that, that's something that, that I've been uh, able to remember very well and will for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I think I only ever w- lost one game at Shemokin's Field at Kemp, and that was our state quarterfinal game against Becca. I know always playing Shemokin was super fun. They were always like a really hard-nosed team, and they were always going to come out and give you a battle. But I think just athletically back then, we just matched up way better than them. And I know a couple of the plays, just like Javon Bats one time, we were on our five-yard line, and it was just like a simple dive play to him. And uh, he took it, like, I think 95 yards. It seemed like he got there in, like, two, three seconds. But I remember he juked out their middle linebacker and, like, absolutely put him on his face. And that was probably one of, like, the coolest moments or, like, football plays I've ever been a part of. So. Well, this is another play at Chimokin where you talk about Javon. He went left. He worked his way back to the right. He juked out two linemen. And somebody led the way for him to spring him for the touchdown. And that would be the one and only Logan Leiby as he led him down the field with a block that knocked the kid on his butt. And all of a sudden, he gave his famous one finger up there was Javon did his run. And it allowed me to do my famous call. Well, some people call it famous. The uh, <laughs> bye-bye bats. Yeah. No, I remember that. I remember that play. That was awesome. We ran toss left to Javon, and he just made absolutely crazy moves, cut all the way back. And then, luckily, I just I was like, oh, i got to be a football player instead of just a QB here. And I remember just hitting the dude. And then it was funny. I, I remember we uh, watched it on film, and it was just one of those things like you laugh about for a while then. Talking to Logan Leiby, and you brought up the Becca game, and I know you know a lot of times you don't want to talk about the loss, but what a stage that was, what a performance that was between both teams, and it still sits as one of the best games I ever was able to broadcast and had a lot to do with just the amount of athletes on the field. Yeah, I mean, not a lot of people think we could have been there and gave uh, Becca that kind of, uh, kind of game in general, but I know we had a really good game plan going in, and I know our, our whole thing that year was uh, just airing it out, and I mean, that's what we did, and I, I forget the score. I think it was like 23-22, but the 33-32. Uh, is that what it was? 33-32. I remember the last, the second to last play to Jared Inch. Oof. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to throw it up to him. Hope he makes a play. And, I mean, Jared made plays all year long and his whole career, honestly. And for him to go up and get that ball, I just remember, like, the crowd uh, noise from uh, after the touchdown. That was just, like, something that, like, if I still think about, uh, like, still gives me chills to this day, so... Well, that's why I'm glad I could bring it up. Some athletes don't want to bring it, but it was an unbelievable game, great stage, and we appreciate you sharing those type of moments with us here in the booth. And Seals Grove trailing 9 nothing, but we definitely think they can get back in this. And uh, any final thoughts before we get this one kicked off? Oh, no. Nah. I hope Seals Grove comes out and gets the win here. And uh, I enjoyed watching the band again. I haven't been back to a game in a while, so it was fun to see the band from a different uh perspective rather than being a player and being in a locker room so well we appreciate you checking in good luck with your season your continued career at bloomsburg logan Leiby checking us here at halftime as he's watching the seals grove seals try to a comeback here as they are trying to get themselves back in this game and come away with the win trying to advance in the district playoffs they trail nine nothing here that wraps up halftime here at Seals Grove, getting ready for the second half as Seals Grove will have to kick this away. This will be Kyle Rule kicking it away to the Shemokin Indians. 
As the Smokin will get the ball first. This is short kickoff. Take it by the return man. Dell ball at the 15. Make a man miss at the 25. He's going to get beyond the 30 out to the 31-yard line. And that's where Smokin will take over first down and 10 at their own 31-yard line. Dave, great conversation with record-setting quarterback Logan Leiby. What a career. And uh, it continues as he's moved on to Bloomsburg. And that was a tremendous interview, Pat. I, I enjoyed it immensely. And I'll tell you what, that young man is one of the finest we've ever had at Seelands Grove. Truly one of the greatest people on earth. And we appreciate him checking in and uh, give this team a bit of a boost here just by his presence. See if they can get Absolutely. back in this game. Smoke it takes over first down and 10. In the middle, it goes Max Madden. Nothing there. Is that... Look at on the bottom, and that's Miller making the stop coming up, getting up and applauding himself, and well, he should. That was a great play in the middle of that Seals Grove defense. Yeah, he came he came from the outside, uh, right down inside, and just swept the, the feet right out from underneath that running back. That was a good athletic-looking play for a defensive tackle. Good job by Steve Miller. So second down and long, and uh, Steve Miller's put in a nice season for the Seals Grove Seals, gets a good play there, and continues to work hard in the middle of that defense. When you look at his numbers, he's coming in tonight, averaging almost five tackles per game and six tackles for loss. Deep throw this time, almost intercepted by Nate Almit as Nye tried to lay it out there for his receiver up the left sideline, Dell Ball, but Nate Almit makes the... Break up there, but does come up limping just a bit for the Seals Grove Seals. They uh, they ISO'd one-on-one with Nate that time, and they thought that they could beat him, and they couldn't. Nate did a very good job on that coverage. Talk about candidates. Smoker Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. and Didn't have too many in that first half. Did have a safety against the Seals. Let trail 2 nothing at that point, and then a touchdown run. So those are candidates for the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It's nice rolling to his left. Chance by Vance, chased by Vance Metzger, and finished off by Steve Miller as well. I'll tell you what, when Vance Metzger makes a hit on a quarterback, it's a hit. Wow. He is a big dude. He just engulfed the quarterback. Steve Miller helped on the backside. Wow. Good rush by our defensive tackles. Mesker did not give up on that play. He raced through a defender, chased him down, finished him off. Celebration here on the near side with Tony Dressler. Big loss on the play, and it forces a punting situation as Nye will drop back to punt it away. Waiting for it is Heil and Hoover. Low snap, but he gets it away. Short kick, high kick. Fair catch taken by Teague Hoover. He muffs it but falls on top of it. Sealers Grove once again will get great field position as they have it at their own 35-yard line, trailing 9-0 with 10-28 to go here in the third period. Oh, yeah, excellent field position. The whole the success of that punt was Teague Hoover stopping. Now, he didn't quite catch. He did muff it, but he didn't let the ball bounce and roll. That was huge. And now we have the ball out in a 45-yard, our own 45. We're in great shape here. First down and 10 for the Seals. First offensive possession of the second half after stopping Schmokin on their opening or their opening drive of the second half. Deep man gets the call. Hitting the backfield. Spins. That's Heil. He's going to fall forward for five yards and almost into to Schmokin territory as Seco had, or no, that was Catherman had blown his defender into Schmokin territory and able to lead the way Ohio on a spin move. That was awesome by Catherine. He, he actually got up onto the free safety there and dropped him on his back, too. That was an awesome block. That's a very athletic play from your lineman. Seals Grove gets five on the carry, second down and five. Heil, the deep man in the eye formation behind Bastion. The tight end is Rotham on the left. This is going to go to Almit off the right. 
He's not going to get much. Fall four for maybe a yard, and that's going to be it. So it's going to be a third down and four for the Sealands Grove Seals as they're trying to keep this opening drive alive to start the second half. You know, the good part is third and four is it's manageable, and it's on Shimokin's side of the 50. So we're in good shape here for third down. Third and four, big play. If we can stick one on here, we're right back in this football game. That first half numbers... Smokin rushed for 132 yards. Seals Grove 91. Seals Grove no passing yards. Smokin just 16. Nate Alba goes in motion from left to right. Blitz coming by Shimokin. Pitch is going to go to the left side for Heil. He's going to have a first down pickup. Good block out ahead of him by Ryan Almit. That's going to be a first down pickup for the Seals Grove Seals as Brandon Heil is able to get to the edge and take it all the way inside of the 40-yard line down to the 38-yard line. I'll tell you what, Aaron Rodar, Rothenwell had a very nice play, a very nice block on that play uh, to spring him. That was a good-looking play. Total offense in that first half, Seals Grove just 91. It's smoking 148. Seals Grove had three penalties, smoking two. One turnover. That was an interception by the Seals. Seals gave up an interception. This goes to Heil. He's able to dance underneath the defender. Good block out there by Steve Miller, able to push... Adams out. He ran underneath of it, able to pick up about four yards. It'll be a second down and six, maybe three yards. So it'll be a second down and seven for the Seals at the Shemokin 35-yard line. Again, power football. Seals, the Seals ran what they call power blocking that time, like Pat just said. We down blocked and kicked out and, and led up through with a fullback. That was a good-looking play. They stay in the eye formation, tight formation. Got some movement up front, no whistle. Bassett going to roll to his right. Looks like he could take off with it. He will try to get a block from Seco as Bastion will take it out of bounds after a couple yards there. Seco disciplining himself. He wasn't going to go downfield. He didn't want it to be a legal man downfield. It kind of just read interference and looked like Bastion ran off his tail to pick up some positive yards, set up a third down and medium. Yeah, so we end up with uh, about a third and five, which, again, is manageable. It's a, it's a whole lot better than where we've been the last few weeks a lot of times. So we're this this offense has really improved. Bastion 0 for 4 in that first half. Nye for Schmokin 1 for 3 in that first half. Madden did go over 100 yards. He has 112 coming into the second half. Blitz coming by Schmokin. Bastion, deep man, gets the call. He's going to spin out of a tackle. Is the ball in the turf? Is there a signal? Nothing yet. The ball did come out, but he was down. Yeah. So it is going to be a fourth down here for Seals Grove at the Shemokin 32-yard line. They have to get to the Shemokin 28-yard line to pick up the first down. A lot of lot of sports being had here this weekend for the Seals Grove Seals. Not only the football team in district playoffs, but you also have soccer moving in, the boys and girls both moving into district playoffs. Field hockey in familiar territory. They'll be back in district play. They'll play next week against the Shikalemi Braves as well. So a lot of action for the Seals. Sports athletics. This is going to go to Hoover, and he's going the wrong way. And he's going to be tackling a fourth down play. It's going to be turned over on downs as Zakowski doing a nice job to string it out and finally finished off by the Schmokin defense. So that's going to turn the ball over on downs back to the Schmokin Indians. Yeah, we just couldn't get any movement on Zakowski on the outside there. When you block on the outside, whether you're a fullback or receiver, you've got to move them off the line of scrimmage. You can't allow them to control you on the line of scrimmage. We didn't get enough movement on that guy. Got Amanda Friend checking in, as always. She's listening. Go Seals. Got my wife listening, Teresa and Murphy. Appreciate that. Cindy, Dave's wife listening. And oh, yeah. uh, 
We appreciate all our listeners here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Handoff's going to go right up the middle to Madden. And he's going to be tackled, taken down by Hoover, but he's able to cross the 45 to get to the 46-yard line, setting up a second down and three. Got a new number in there. I'm trying to see who that is real quick. Let me look at the roster here. As I do see a new number in there, looks like number 35 for the Seals, Grove Seals. And I'm not sure if that's a change in uniform or because I don't see a 35. So no, I don't have a 35. So it might be it's all out. Is wearing oh, number yeah. 35, so he'll check in that linebacker position for the Seals. Remember, Rothball was banged up a bit in that first half for the Seals. Second down play here. Blitz coming by Ahmet. Long count by Nye. Going to give it to Madden. Bounces off of tackle in the backfield. Going to dive forward to the 48-yard line. Short of a first down. It's going to be a third down and one for the Smoking Indians. Smoking leading 9-0 with 6.45 to go here in the third period. Dave, one of the quickest moving games as we're already at six minutes, six and a half minutes to go here in the third period. And we only have 8.21 on my watch. It is crazy how fast this time is going. It's because nobody's throwing the ball or they're throwing very few times. And that just keeps the ball. Nobody's running out of bounds, so the ball just, excuse me, the clock just keeps moving. And we've got nine points to make up. Third down play here. Give it to Madden again. Hit in the backfield. Spins. Uses strength. Cam Fogarty stands him up right at midfield. But it's going to be enough for a first down for the Smoking Indians. So after they reset the chains, the clock will run. 6.13 to go here in the third period with Seals Grove trailing 9-0. Cam Fogarty earned his pay on that play, didn't he? <laughs> I think he took on the whole offensive line. My goodness, he was rapping. He was mixing it up with the guys in there. Great He's job. Able to make the stop at midfield. Schmokin does pick up the first down, though. So first down and 10 right at midfield. Wide receiver split to the right. Nye under center. Long count. Using clock. Takes the snap. Going to give it to Ian Paul at the left. Ryan Allman gets there. Stripped the ball loose. The ball's hit up in the air. It's a scramble right at midfield. Seals goes Allman. Looks like he's going to jump on it. And he does. Yes. Unreal play by Allman. Allman. Actually, they, they came out and they got in a dead key. They ran They ran a counter out of it. Ahmed did not get fooled by the counter action at all. Met the man in the backfield, wrapped him up, and kept him on his feet and pulled the ball out. Unbelievable play by Ahmed. Stayed with it and stayed with it. The ball was bouncing around, and just like magic, it just gravitated towards Ahmed. He hopped on top of it like a good experienced player. Don't try to scoop it up. He bounces on top of Seals Grove has it at the Schmokin 48-yard line. First down and 10 after the fumble by the Schmokin Indians. That's Schmokin's 12th fumble of the season. Now we've got some moving off the right side. Dave, we talked about action going on uh, throughout the sports program. We talked about the boys and girls soccer as they're into district play. Also, we have a state representing uh, Cross country, uh, uh, Shayla Krusky will will uh, compete in states. Freshman for the Seals, for Seals in cross country. So we wish her the best of luck moving into the states. Congrats to her and the entire cross country team on a great season for the Seals. And Shayla, he's gonna go, oh, go ahead. Let's go to Brandon Heil, and he's going to get into smoking territory to the 45-yard line. Again, power football right up the gut. Brandon Kyle, good job. I was just going to say, Shayla's broken a lot of records this year. I know she has the freshman record. She shattered that. That's been an age-old record for many years. She's had a heck of a year. Little freshman, man, she is tough. 
Congrats to her, and good luck to her and all the athletics here at Seals Grove. Like I said, the soccer team, so it's boys and girls, field hockey as well. So not only the football team try to advance in the district playoffs, but many other teams and players here at Seals Grove. It's going to be halfback pass. It's going to be Brandon Heil looking for Ryan Ahmet, or excuse me, Nate Ahmet, not able to make the connection. He had separated a bit with a halfback pass, went to Brandon Heil. He tried to hit Nate Ahmet. And it was underthrown. Nate Allman tried to make an athletic play, unable to come up with it. And it's going to be a third down and seven for the Seals at the Schmokin 45-yard line. It looked like Brandon, uh, the ball slipped a little bit out of his hand when he threw it, a little bit of a duck, but good effort. I like the play. It was open. It was wide open. If we just could have gotten the ball there a little, a little better, we were in good shape. That's the first player other than Batson. Maybe Jordan this is something that they're going to kick it high and maybe hope to pin him inside the 20-yard line, Justin. Third down and seven. Bastion's going to throw. Jack Landis getting ready to kick. Sideline looking for Nate Allman. Overthrows a fully incomplete. And what they could be a putting situation here with 4.56 to go here in the third. And Seals go trailing Schmokin 9-0. Schmokin got on the board first on a safety. That came with just 9.51 to go in the first quarter. That would be all the scoring at the end of the first quarter as Schmokin led 2-0. And then Maddie get a one-yard touchdown run, his sixth of the season for the Schmokin Indians. The extra point good, and that would be the score at the end of the half, 9-0. That's where we stand as Catherman will look to punt this one away for the Seals. He does get it away. It's a short kick, end over end. It's going to take a good Seals Grove bounce inside the 15 and spot it down there. And it looked like a Schmokin guy had come off the line a little soon. They didn't throw the flag, but a good punt by Catherman to pin the Schmokin Indians deep in their own territory. And, Dave, I want to take a look at these numbers again in that first half. Six first downs for the Seals, eight for Schmokin. 91 yards rushing for the Seals in the first half, 132 by the Indians. Seals Grove, no passing yards. Schmokin held to just 16, so total yards was 91 for the Seals and 148 for the Indians in that first half. Five penalties combined for both teams. One turnover, and that was by the Seals in that first half. So not a lot of numbers to talk about in that first half, and don't expect much here in the second half unless the Seals can open things up. They tried to on a halfback pass. I'm able to make the connection, but you like the thought and like the uh, opportunity for the Seals. They trail 9 nothing here in the third period. Yeah, and that pass was open. It was there. Good call. Nye under center. Two backs in the backfield. Wide receiver split to the right. Going in motion is Ian Paul from left, from right to left. Madden's going to get the call. Going left. It's going to be hit by Althout, and there's going to be a flag thrown in as well. So officials are going to chit-chat here a little bit. Able to remind you that Mark Stevens will help you through the workday. Finish off the 107-minute superset starting each hour with our seven-song superset. It's all your favorite classic rock throughout the workday on Eagle 107 at eagle107.com. It's, it's going to be a holding call against the Shemokin Indians. Again, not a lot of penalties in that first half. Shemokin only had two. They do get one here, so it's going to walk them back. Clock, fast running clock, 441 to go here in the third period. Shemokin leading 9 nothing over the Seals Grove Seals. Be great time for Seals Grove. Come away with a great defensive play here. Tip the ball. Get a, another fumble recovery. See if they can do a scoop in six. Right now, Vance Metzger will look to come off that tackle position on the left side. And that's where they're going to go. But there's a hole for Madden. And he's going to be stopped there as he crosses the 15-yard the line, short of the 20-yard line. Ryan Allman involved in stop there. Brandon Heil and a host of red shirts. All foul in there as well, but it's a 
Short pickup. Second down, and we're called eight for the, the Shemokin Indians. That was actually a, a, a well-run play by Shemokin. Uh, they ran it right at Vance Metzger, but they, uh, Vance was on a quick technique, which means he's going outside, and they just ran just inside of Vance. So it wasn't Vance's fault, Vance's fault, but it was just a good play by Shemokin that play. Two backs in the backfield for Nye. Blitz coming by Ryan Ahmed. It's going to go straight up the middle, hit the backfield, and lunging forward is that Frosch on the carry. Nope, that's Madden showing his strength to carry a defender beyond the 21, but short of a first down by about four, it'll be a third down and four for Schmokin trying to keep this drive alive. Looking for a big play here by the Seal defense. They have the ball right on, right around their 21-yard line, their own 21-yard line, so if we can pin them back this play, this is big. If we can stop this third down, we're in good shape. We can make them punt from deep in their own territory. Kissinger, linebacker on the left side, looking to come off the edge there. Nye under center. He's going to pass, rolling to his left. Look it. He's going to get rid of it. And almost intercepted by Nate Ahmed. He broke on it, but it hits the turf. Fourth down in a punting situation for Shemokin. That was an excellent defensive play by Nate Ahmed. He broke on the ball, not the man, which is exactly what you want to do. You don't play the man when you're a cornerback or defensive back. You play the ball. And he made a nice break. It dove for that, knocked the ball down. Keeps Shemokin from picking up a first down there. Forces a punting situation. And like you talked about, Dave, this is what they wanted. Yep. Now he gives Brandon Heil and Hoover a great opportunity standing right inside their own territory at the 48-yard line. Waiting for this punt. Good snap. Some pressure, but getting it away is nigh. It's going to go to Teague Hoover at his own 45. Makes a man miss at midfield. Still going. Trying to get the outside. He dropped the ball, Dave. Uh-oh. And there's a scramble, and Schmoke is celebrating as they have it. Oh, man. No call here. The ball sits right at midfield as the officials will come up and take a peek at it. No body language from either team yet. There's a scramble right at midfield, and this would be a ginormous play and a potential Schmoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game if Schmoke comes away with it. I don't know what's going on. The officials are all just standing. They're going to yeah. say Seals Grove retained possession. Seals Grove ball. Wow. Wow. We got we dodged a bullet there. Thank goodness. Now if they could take this ball down and score, that's definitely will be a candidate for Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Because that, if that was recovered by Schmokend at midfield, leading nine nothing, and the way this clock's been moving with two fifty eight to go in the third, that would have been huge. That would have been terrible in this situation. Yeah, because we got we have got to make up some points here. So it's. First down and 10 for the Seals in Shemokin territory at the 49-yard line. Shemokin leading 9-0 with 2.58 to go in the third. Nate Almond's going to fake like he's coming to the sideline. Nope, he's going to come all the way out. Thought maybe there was a gadget yep. play there, but now he's going to call for the flag. Yep, we got an illegal substitution. So instead of having a first down, they're going to walk off the yardage here. As Nate Almond came, there's too many guys in the huddle. And that's a lot of times where you won't see the quarterback in the huddle. He'll step away from the huddle to make sure there's only 11 guys there. And then the quarterback steps into the huddle. Didn't do it there. 12 guys in the huddle. That's a legal substitution. Five-yard penalty. And Seals Grove already forced into the first and 15. That's a needless mistake. They'll have it at their own 46-yard line. Tight formation. Power. Look. Bastion's going to keep it, rolling to its left, looking to get underneath the defender, gets away from Frosch, and a hit goes down as he gets to the 46-yard line. Burkowski trying to lead the way, nothing there. Nice job defensively by the Schmokin Indians, led by Miller and also number 68, Road Armel. Short pickup, if any, it'll be a second down and long. 
Steelers are going to try it. It was just that that was a uh, quarterback keeper the whole way. It was a quarterback sweep left, and uh, there was no room at the end. The cornerback and I believe a defensive end or an outside backer got right upfield on him. Mike Moore, you're listening again, too. He appreciates what we're doing here. Thanks, Mike, for listening. This goes to Brandon Heil. He's a reverse his field. Get into smoking territory as he's going to get to the 49-yard line. So it's going to be a third down and long for the Seals. And Brandon Heil gets up hobbling just a bit. Looks like he's going to head to the sidelines. Again, now Brandon Heil has become a pretty good cutback runner tonight. Uh, not big yards on that play, but he got a couple. But uh, he was it was a toss right. He was supposed to go outside the cornerback or the outside back. I'm not sure who came up and stuffed it, and he cut it back. He's become a very nice cutback runner tonight. See if Seals Grove can go with that F-burst, as you call it, Dave. Mm-hmm. As Bastion drops back. Nope, he's going to roll to the left, looking. He's going to take off and run, try to use the athletic ability, and he's going to get to the 45-yard line. So, Dave, here you are. Is this a punting, or is this go for it on this fourth and six? Well, when you're down by... Nine, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go for it. That's just me. It's, we have a minute left, or a minute and thirty left in the third quarter. You know what? Maybe not. Maybe you punt them deep. We've been playing good defense. Our defense has been good. Now they've started getting some yards on us with their power run game. But I, I say, yeah, punt them deep. See what happens. And Coach Hicks agrees with you. See if Catherman can pin them deep. He's under some pressure. Does get it away. It's a high kick. It's going to bounce short and take a Shemokin bounce all the way back to the 36-yard line. Shemokin will take over after unfortunate bounce by Catherman. Spunt that time as Shemokin ran away from it. It took a good bounce for Shemokin and puts it at the 36-yard line. They'll take over first down and 10. As you mentioned, Dave, we're under one minute and 30 seconds. Actually, at 126 to go here in the third period with Shemokin leading. 9 nothing over the Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, we just had a 13-yard punt. Maybe we should have gone for it on fourth down. We'll see. Schmoke we need is, a stop here, defense. Yep, Schmoke is going to pop out of the huddle here, send Zakowski split to the left. Power eye, look for Schmoke on this one. Deep man Madden gets the call. Straight up the middle, and he's going to get to the 38-yard line, pick up a two. That'll be a second down and eight for the Shemokin Indians. Aaron Rothenwell just had a solid uh, solid stop on that last play. Again, it was the old Shemokin power right up the gut. Aaron played right down the line of scrimmage and played right through the uh, an opening in front of him. Did a good job. Shemokin in no hurry here. 19 seconds on the play clock. Under a minute in the game clock here in the third period. Nye under center on a second down in eight. Turns. Give it to Madden. He reverses his field. Runs into some red shirts. Going to get a positive play. It was Connor Groven on the stop along with Teague Hoover as he gets to the 43-yard line. This will be a third down play here, a third down and about four. We'll call it third down and three for the Shemokin Indians with 30 seconds to go here in the third period. And Shemokin is not one bit creative here in this drive. They are just run right up the middle. No, Nothing fancy, no tricks. We're just gonna. They're just coming right at us. Came in tonight averaging 168 yards on the ground. That's what they've gone here tonight. Give it to Ian Paul. Hit the backfield by Ryan Ahmed, and he's going to be held short as he gets a host of red shirts on the stop there. So it's going to be short of a first down. 
And the third quarter clock is going to run out with the situation. Schmokin has the ball, fourth down and about one and a half. But we're going to flip sides of the field as we go to break. Seals Grove trailing 9 nothing, moving into the fourth quarter. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice-cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available, too, for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. Eagle107.com. As the afternoon gets here, join Lynn Hall for the last few hours of your work day, and she'll crank up the rock and roll with the 5 o'clock attitude adjustment. No slow stuff allowed on your drive home. Then on Friday, she kicks off the block party weekend at 3 o'clock. And, of course, it's all on Eagle107, Eagle107.com. And, Dave, speaking of attitude adjustments, boy, Seals Grove's attitude's been great on the defensive side, but they got to come up with a great stop here. It looks like Shemokin is going to have their offense out here on this fourth down and one, which makes me think, are they going to try to make them jump? I would hope so. My goodness. You don't, <laughs> when you're up 9 nothing in the fourth quarter, you do not want to go for it on fourth down. I'm sorry. Starting the fourth quarter here, fourth down and one for Schmokin at their own 45-yard line. Discipline, Salem's Grove defense at this point. That's what it's about. Close your ears and watch the ball, guys. As Nye comes up under center. He is going to go for it. They're going to give it to Matt. He's got a first down and more into Salem's Grove territory. As Shemokin flexed her muscle on that one to pick up the first down, and they'll keep the drive into Seals Grove territory at the 46-yard line. Henry Hynoski has way more guts than I do, I can tell you that. And he made the right call because they just had a convincing run right up the gut for a good number of yards for a first down on fourth and one. So they moved the chains, just moved into the fourth quarter. Seals Grove trailing 9 nothing to the Shemokin Indians. Schmokin has it at the Seals Grove 46-yard line. Nye turns. Get the bat, and he's hitting the backfield. That's Cam Fogarty came in, and he took 34 off his feet. Tackle for loss, two-yard loss by the Seals Grove Seals. Nose guard. What a blow-up. Good job by Cameron. He was there so quick. It was unreal. He shot the gap to his right and crossed the, the, the line of scrimmage to his left. Did a great. He stuck his hand in and almost knocked the hand off out of the um, out of the. The running back's the pouch. It was unreal. Great play up front. Loss of two. Second down and 12 for the Smoking Indians. 11 minutes to go in the game. Seals Grove trailing 9-0. Nye under center. Sends Frost in motion. Takes the snap. Pitch it out to Matt. He's going to go wide to the right. And he's going to be hit and taken down. Ryan Allman involved the stop. First guy there was Brandon Heil. Pickup of two. It'll be a third down and ten. And what a huge third down play this is for the Seals Grove defense as we're keeping an eye on Schmokin Dam Health Center. Backbreaker play of the game candidates. Love to see one right now by the Seals Grove defense. Oh, we need a big play right now. Third down and ten. The ball is on just a little bit across the forty-six, our own 46-yard line. Big play right now, third down. Also keeping an eye on the Blaze, Alexander, for a tough game of the week. We were watching that game closely as well. We'll talk more about that after this play. Nye's going to roll to his right. Look, it's got some time. Look it over the middle, and it's going to be caught. 
It's going to be caught for a first down inside the 30, down to the 26-yard line. Miller makes the catch for the Shemokin Indians, and we talk about backbreaker plays of the game. This one to the favor of the Shemokin Indians because that's a huge third down 10 pickup for the Shemokin Indians down to Seals Grove 26. Yeah, that, that play right there was was a bit of a backbreaker itself. That was a tough one. We had them third and 10, and they completed the pass for about, what, 14, 15 yards, 12? So that's going to give them 20, 20 yards, yards, a first down pickup for the Shemokin Indians. Play clock under five to go. Taking the snap is nigh. Up the middle goes Paul, hit by Ryan Ahmed. Also in on the stop, trying to get the number there. Is Rothamall in on the stop? It's going to be a pickup of two. And, Dave, this is where we talk about, you know, you're flexing your muscles. You know we're going to run. Now it's a matter of can you stop it because Shemokin's not going to do anything different here. They're going to continue to run the ball. That, that's exactly what they're doing. They're saying, Who, who's mama raised the coward right now? That's what they're asking. Broken backs in the backfield. This goes to Madden. Nothing there. Short pickup. Rothamall in on the stop once again. Host of Seals Grove defenders after the short pickup. Another big third down play here for the Shemokin Indians and for the Seals Grove defense. Seals Grove trailing 9 nothing with 8.50 to go here in the ball game in this semifinal game in the District 4 Quad A game. Seals Grove has not lost a semifinal district game and they're trying to try to overcome a 9-0 deficit here to keep that streak alive. Nye under center. Taking a snap. Give it to Madden. Trying to bounce to the outside. Hit originally by Ahmed. Finished off by Rumberger. Also out on the corner there is that Nate Ahmed making the stop as well. No, that's Vance Metzger Vance making Metzger. the stop. Okay, well, so, that's a big body out there, Vance Metzger, and he moves well. Fourth down here for the Shemokin Indians. Clock continues to run, coming up on eight minutes to go in the game. Another big fourth down play here for the Seals Grove defense. Trying to turn the ball over on downs. Nye has rolled out mostly. See if he does it again here to try to pick up the first down. Nope, he's going to hand off. Nope, he's rolling to the right. Hit the backfield. He's going to throw it, but it's going to be short of a first down as the catch is made at the 20. But that's going to be a turnover on downs. Back to the Seals Grove Seals. Heck of a job by Brandon Heil. The, the quarterback did a little bit of play action there and tried to boot to his right, and Brandon Heil just met him in his tracks. Good job by him, Brandon. Nice job to get the ball back to the Seals Grove offense as Nye did everything he could to get rid of it, but the receiver had to come back for it, fell to his knee, short of a first down at the 20-yard line, and that's where Seals Grove takes over first down at 10 from their own 20. As Bastion pops out of the huddle, two wide receivers split to the right. Bastion's going to drop back. He's got some time, looks over the middle. Got Nate Almond there. Nate Almond tries to adjust on it, unable to make the connection. It falls short, incomplete, second down and 10 for the Seals Grove Seals. It looked like the ball got tapped or, or somebody got a hand on it when it came out because it kind of came out with the tip pointing straight up in the air. Wasn't a good, good flight on that ball at all. And thus creating the incompletion for the Seals. Second down and 10. Seals are trailing 9-0. The game started out with Schmokey getting a safety to lead 2-0. And then Max Madden with a one-yard touchdown run. The extra point good. And that's where we stand. 9-0 lead for the Schmokey Indians. Bastion rolling to his right. Looking, looking. 
Still looking. Now he's going to take off and run. Caught from behind at the 23-yard line and dragged out of bounds. Good tackle out there made by Frosch. The line, nope, that's Madden, the defense alignment, or excuse me, Miller, the defense alignment for the Smoking Indians after the short pickup. And this brings up an all-important third down play here for the Seals. Looking at a third down and six. We just ran a sprint out pass to the right. The, the two backs were leading it out there, leading the quarterback. Very good protection, but Coy just couldn't find an open receiver downfield. Big play here as two wide receivers will split to the left. Bass is going to walk under center. Eye formation behind him. Third down and six. Bassett drops back under some pressure. Going to throw a pass. That's a lateral. Get on the, the ball. Get on the around. ball. Get on the ball. Smoking's going to pick it up. Egby had a bounds at the five, three-yard line. That's a mental mistake. Dave, talking about candidates for the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We might have just seen it. I think we did. And some flag just came out, I do believe. Came out late as celebration on the far side for the Smoking Indians. Might have caused the flag there as the officials chit-chat about it following that play. Remind you, 100.9 the Valley. Sunday, the Steelers try to stay unbeaten, take control of the AFC North as they head to the Inner Harbor to visit the Ravens. Coverage begins at 11 a.m., kickoff at 1 on 100.9 the Valley. But Bastion rolled back, was trying to throw a screen pass to Hoover. It didn't make the connection, went over Hoover's head, bounced. It was a lateral. Smoking jumped on top of it. And Teague Hoover ran him down inside the five and... But the ball is going to be given to the Schmokin Indians with great field position, but there is a penalty that's going to go against the Schmokin Indians, but that's well after the fumble recovery by the Schmokin Indians. Yeah, that was a dead ball foul. That's a shame. Teague was going out for, what, like a flare or some sort of a screen there, and and um, Bastion threw him the ball, but it was just a little bit backward away from the line of scrimmage, and which makes it a lateral and makes it a live ball when it hits the ground. But I don't think that Teague quite knew that it was it was back off the line of scrimmage. I think he thought the ball was thrown toward the line of scrimmage. He kind of let it go for a couple of steps, and then he caught on to what was going on, and he ended up making the tackle. But just an unfortunate mistake. It's a penalty against Shemoke, and that will drive the ball back to the Seals Grove 19-yard line. So I will have a first down and 10 from the Seals Grove 19-yard line. Shemokin leading 9-0 with 7.21 to go in a half, 7.21 to go in the season for the Seals Grove Seals, unless they can get a dramatic comeback here. They trail 9-0, and Shemokin's in business at the Seals Grove 19-yard line following the fumble. Nye under center. Take it a snap. Give it to Madden. Madden finds a hole. Off the right side. Inside the 10. Dragging defenders to the 5. He's getting dragged and pulled. Linemen are allowed to pull a guy into the end zone. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. I don't know why that wasn't flagged. That was definitely aiding the runner. There's got to be a flag on that. He had a lineman holding, hanging on to the arm of the running back and pulling him out or toward the goal line while our tacklers were tackling him. So it takes the ball to the one-yard line. First down after the 19-yard run. So that puts the ball at the one-yard line. First down goal to go for the Smoking Indians. And Dave, coming up after the game, we'll have a service electric cable vision post-game. We'll give you scores of other games going on around the Valley. Final stats from our Statman Zach Showers. Final analysis from our coach in the booth, Dave Hess. It's all part of the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. 
We had a Blaze Alexander Four tough game of the week. It was the Milton Black Panthers taking on the Warrior Run defenders. Haven't had an update on that score in quite a while, but nonetheless, we appreciate the sponsorship of the Blaze Alexander Ford sponsoring our tough game of the week. Trying to look at updated scores on the Shikalimi game as well. Here, Seals Grove trailing the Shemokin Indians, and Shemokin has it at the Seals Grove Seals one-yard line after that run by Shemokin picking up that first down and picking up a first down and goal to go. Nye under center. Seals Grove coming with the blitz. Fumbled snap. It's on the turf. And Seals Grove saying they have it. No call yet. There's a scramble for it. A lot of red shirts down on the bottom of that pile. And no officials made a call yet. And from body language, they're going to say it's a second down goal to go for these Shemokin Indians. Wow, I thought we had that ball. What a shame. One yard on the fumble. They tried a quarterback sneak there, Shemokin. And the problem with quarterback sneaks so many times is coaches don't practice it enough. They just assume that the quarterback can take the snap, lean hard on the center's butt, and drive in. And they they got to practice that stuff. He, he just didn't he didn't quite know how to get the job done there. So second down and goal to go for Nye. Turn, give it to Madden. Off the right side, Madden dives for the goal line. And they're going to say he's down at the one-yard line. There's a celebration going on, but neither official has called for a touchdown there. So it's going to be a third down goal to go for the Shemokin Indians. And Shemokin thought they had that touchdown, but they didn't. They were celebrating, and the ball down looks like on about the six-inch line. It's going to be a third down goal to go. Shemokin leading at this point, 9 nothing with six minutes to go in the game. Updated score on our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. Milton leading Warrior Run, 13 nothing. Fumble snap again. It's on the turf. On the and it's a scramble into the end zone. Who recovered it there? We got it. Our Seals Grove, it's a touchback. The Seals Grove defense comes up with a huge play. Dodge a bullet. They are still in this one as they'll get the ball out of the 20-yard line. First down and 10 from their own 20. Instead of smoking and taking it in for what would have been the nail in the coffin, Seals Grove still alive in this District 4 Quad A semifinal game. Oh, I thought we got on on the, inside the one-yard line. I thought we'd end up with the ball, on, but they actually got on it inside the end zone. So the ball comes out to the 20. We have 5 minutes and 47 seconds left in the fourth quarter. 9 nothing. We can still get this done. Another updated score. Chickalimi leading Midwest 21-6. Lewisburg up on Hughesville 14 nothing. And like I said, Milton leading Warrior Run 13 nothing. All those scores brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota bringing our out-of-town scoreboard. First down and 10 for the Seals at their own 20. Shotgun formation for Bastion. Design keeper. He blasts into the defensive line. Falls four. It's going to get two. Problem here is that clock is going to continue to run on the second down and eight play. A little urgency here, Dave. You like the up-tempo that Seals Grove showed in that first half. This is the time that you need to do that. Yeah, they, they should be in, in up. Yeah, they should be in an upscale mode. They should be moving. Bastion gets the call. He's still talking to his huddle there. They're yeah. still haven't broken the huddle yet, and there's no, the ten seconds ticking. on the play clock. Five minutes to go. Five ten to go in the ball game. Seals Grove trailing nine nothing. They stay with the stack formation. Is this a wildcat? Nope, this is going to guess it is to Brandon Heil. He runs into the line, falls forward to the 28-yard line, and the clock will continue to run. It's going to be a third down and two. 
And Schmokin has no problem with the tempo that Seals Grove has shown at this point. Well, we're not we're not tempoing anything. We're just going real slow. We've got to pick it up. We're down to 440 left on the clock. So we've lost a lot of time with one play run so far, two plays run so far. Third down play here, four down territory for the Seals, trailing 9 nothing with 430 to go in the game. Bashing in a shotgun formation. Almond will go in motion. Bashy gets a snap. Design run again. Off the right side. Gets a good block. First down pickup as he takes it to the 39-yard line. They'll move the chains. They'll have time to get back up to the huddle. And Derek is asking them to pick up the tempo here, guys. Is there already a set the chains? They got the clock running already. And they haven't even set the chains yet. Let's go, guys. As Nick Young gets up over center. And we're out here with four backs in the back. That's a jumbo set. We have two backs right behind the garden tackle on the right side. And Bastion's going to look to throw it. He's got a man, but it's almost intercepted by Zakowski. It was intended for Nate Ahmed. Nate Ahmed had got separation there, but underthrown a bit. Zakowski almost made the interception. Falls incomplete. That's going to be a second down in 10. And Nate was wide open. He was behind their, their free safety. He, it was a touchdown if he had gotten that ball. With his speed, I don't think anybody would have caught him. So... We talked about Brett Ford, whether he would get time here tonight. He was going to try to rush himself back from an injury. He tried to gut it out. We appreciate that effort as a seal, but he has not played here tonight just too much. Don, he's a great football player. We miss him tonight. So, Coy Bastion being chased from behind. He's going to get rid of it. Looking for, it's going to be intercepted. Zakowski makes the interception here up the right sideline. He's going to be tackled out of bounds, and the play will be over there. And now they're going to throw a flag. Zakowski had him around the waist, falls out of bounds. He's not sure where he's at, goes down, and they're going to throw a flag. No, you don't know. Well, they got the ball. They, they got the ball on the 35, our 35 yard line, I do believe, but it looks like there's going to be a penalty here. It is going to be a penalty after the interception by Zakowski. As he had Zakowski around the waist being dragged out of bounds, and Zakowski sl- softly fell to the turf, and they're going to throw a flag, and uh, they're going to walk this one off after the play, dead, pal- dead ball penalty. Yep. A little, I-, I think it was a little premature, a little, uh, little quick with the flag, but it came out very quickly, didn't it? But the bottom line, it's an interception by the Schmokin Indians. They're in business again. They'll have the Seals Grove 20-yard line. The season fading away for the Seals Grove Seals. They trail 9-0 with 3.48 to go here in the ballgame. And Schmokin will be in no hurry here as they walk up to the huddle. They're in a power formation look once again. Deep man gets the call. I'm going to give you time to uh, recognize the seniors playing their last game, what would appear here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field with just three minutes and 34 seconds. We haven't be... used either of our timeouts this half. So it's going to be a second down and nine. If Seals Grove's unable to come back again, seniors will be playing their last game here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Trailing 9-0 to Schmokinini. His wide receiver, Dell Ball, split to the left. Two backs in the backfield for Nye. Play clock under five. Takes a snap, turns, gives it to Madden. Off the right side. Madden's going to get inside the 15. Still going away from Connor Grove. Inside the five. And he's going to get inside the five. And 
Smoker will be in business inside the five. You know, first down goal to go from the five. But we talk about uh, the seniors and starts with number five, defense, defensive end, running back, Nate Schoen. Rushed for over 1,241 yards in his career, 17 touchdowns. Also called 19 passes for 184 yards and a touchdown. In his career, 139 tackles, 33 tackles for loss, 13 sacks, recovered five fumbles, and he's committed to Iowa State to wrestle for the Seals Grove Seals senior, number five, Nate Schoen. First down goal to go for Shemokin as Frosch goes in motion. Madden's going to get the call again off the right side into the end zone. Touchdown for the Shemokin Indians. Again, just their power run game off the right side. Good-looking play by Shemokin. So Shemokin adds to their 9-0 lead on the Madden touchdown, his second of the night, his seventh on the season. It comes with 2.27 to go here in the ball game. Now the extra point try will be attempted here by Osowski to try to push the lead to 16-0, which coincidentally was the final score the last time these two teams played early in the season when Shemokin won 16-0 over but they're going to go for two here. Nye's going to drop back, pressured, rolling to his left. Look at He's going to be tackled in the backfield, taken down. Ron Berger, Seco in on the stop. And that's going to be stopped there. But the Seals Grove Seals see the Shemokin Indians get on the board again. They now lead 15-0 with 2.27 to go here in the fourth quarter. And with that touchdown run, completing a three-play drive, covering 20 yards, just took a minute and 21 seconds, finished off by the three-yard run by Schmokin's Madden. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Again, talking about seniors playing their last game, apparently here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. As Brett Ford finished his career 33 Passes, catch, 319 yards, 31 career tackles, two interceptions, returned a 36-yard punt, averaging 12.7 yards, including two touchdowns for the senior return man, wide receiver, defensive back for the Seals Grove Seals. Quarterback Coy Bastion, thrown for 596 yards coming into tonight. Two touchdowns, ran for 336 yards and three touchdowns as the kick is away. Return man taking it at the 8. This is Nate Omit to the 30. Still cut it, cuts it back, gets to the 40-yard line and stop there. Number 5 made the stop, 21, barking in Nate Omit's face, and Nate Omit took offense to that, got up. No flag thrown there. But Seals Grove takes over at their own 41-yard line. Again, Coy Bastion, 57 career tackles, including four tackles for loss, committed to Bucknell to wrestle for... The senior quarterback, Sam Swimley, valued member of the team in varsity career. Number 19, wide receiver linebacker Scott Kissinger, six catches in his career, 38 yards, 99 tackles, eight tackles for loss, 2.5 sacks, and an interception in his Seals Grove career. Running back, linebacker Jack Hahn, 39 tackles, seven tackles for loss, and a sack. Also a senior playing his last game here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Get down the rest of the list after this first down play here. For the Seals Grove Seals, Bastion drops back, looking, rolling to his right, getting pressured out of the pocket, and will throw it away. Senior kicker Kyle Rule, 118 career kickoffs, averaging 45.2 yards per kickoff, 97 for 109 on extra points, seven field goals with as long as being 38 yards. 
Senior Cole Catherine, punter for the Seals, averaged in 35.7 yards on 29 punts, seven of them which were down inside the 20-yard line. Dave, or, uh, Dave, I'll let you do this one. Number 44, fullback, linebacker, Ryan Almond. I really get to do this one. This is one tough dude, Ryan Almond. I love this kid. He could have played for me anytime. Fullback, linebacker, Ryan Almond, 74 carries, 375 yards, seven touchdowns, nine receptions for 158 yards, and a touchdown. 282 career tackles. Wow. Needs nine more to move into the top ten. Hopefully got those tonight. 33 tackles for the loss and five and a half sacks. What a career that young man has had. I think he's one of the toughest guys I've ever seen in the uniform. Number 44, Ryan Almit, senior. Seals Grove playing his last game here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Also, lineman, defensive lineman Nick Young. He anchored the Seals offensive line at center the past two seasons. Number 54, linebacker Tyler Dugan has contributed in reserve role special teams the last few seasons. As Bastion drops back, being pressured out of this pocket, he's going to take off and run. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's going to run out of bounds, short of midfield. Number 55, senior for the Seals, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, Dom Seco, has contributed as a starter on the offensive line in 2020 on special teams as well, playing his last game here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field, senior for the Seals Grove Seals. Also number 61, that's offensive, defensive lineman, long snapper, Cam Fogarty. One of your favorites, Dave. Started on the offense and defensive line in 2020. Has played a reserve role on special teams in the previous two seasons. 21 career tackles coming in tonight. Doing the dirty work in the middle of that Seals defense. He's a program guy, and he's made his way through this program, and he is an integral part in what Seals Grove Seals have done in the middle of that defense. Mm -hmm. Darn right. He does all the dirty work, doesn't he? I'll let you do the next one, too. Oh, number, I'll do this. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Number 64, offensive defensive lineman Vance Metzger. One of the biggest, toughest dudes on the field right now. Started on both sides of the ball the last two seasons. 24 tackles and tie five tackled the ball for a loss. Good job by Vance Metzger. And finally, number 67, offensive lineman Luke Perkowski has contributed a reserve role in special teams the last two seasons, has played some offensive linemen as well. And, again, has done a lot of things on the special team. So, again, you look back at the seniors playing their last game here tonight. Nate Schoen, Brett Ford, Coy Bastion, Sam Swimley, Scott Kissinger, Jack Hahn, Kyle Rule, Cole Catherman, Ryan Almit, Nick Young, Tyler Dugan, Dom Seco, Cam Fogarty, Vance Metzger, and Luke Perkowski. As, per- as Bastion will take the snap here, rolls to his right looking. They're going to throw up the sideline. Is Seco's going to be called for a penalty? They're going to say a block in the back. So there's going to be a penalty against Seals Grove Seals here. So the Schmokin Indians are going to win this one here. They lead 15 nothing with 1.58 to go in the game. They'll advance to take on either the Jersey Shore Bulldogs or the Mifflinburg Wildcats and play for the District 4 Quad A Championship game next week. Again, I want to wish all the other athletic Teams and players as they continue in districts. We're talking about the boys and girls soccer as they have matchups tomorrow. Good luck to them. Also, the field hockey they play next week. Good luck to them and their chase for a state title. And also to the cross country as uh, Shayla Krusky has qualified for state playoffs. Good luck to all those here at Seals Grove in the athletic program representing well for the Seals Grove Seals. So, declined penalty by Shemokin. 
158 to go in the season for the Seals Grove Seals. Bastion in the shotgun formation, wide receivers to each side. Bastion drops back, looking deep down the right sideline, looking for Heil, who didn't see it, and the ball's going to hit and fall out of bounds. And it's going to be a that, turnover on downs back to Shemokin. That was a good throw by Coy Bastion. I think if Heil had seen that, he could have run right under that ball, and he, was, he had the cornerback beat on that. Ryan Almond making his way to the sideline. Congratulations to him on an incredible career. I remember talking to John, his dad, as he started into a sophomore year, and he said light, light switch went off. He said that kid started dedicating himself. He realized he had an opportunity to be a huge part. And I appreciate Jen and John and uh, their support for Ryan as he's just turned in a great career at Seals Grove. And I always say he's put his stamp on the le- his legacy as a Seal and Grove Seal. He has. He, he is an outstanding player. His work ethic is second to none. His toughness is second to none. He's an unreal football player. And he is. He really does represent what Seal and Grove wants out of their football players. Interesting. Schmoke keeping their starters on the field as they're looking to advance in the, in the uh, district playoffs. You know, I know, I've never questioned what coaches are doing, never coached a football game in my life, but boy, I wouldn't want anything freak happening here. And you got Matt and your leading rusher and Nye and, you know, I see Del Ball. Man, they're all the starters out there right now. Just they like are. I said, you just don't want anything freak happening with 118 to go in a game. You're leading 15 nothing in Seals Grove territory and looking to uh, wrap this game up here at, at Seals Grove. Nye under center, takes the snap, gives it to Madden again. Off the right side, he'll be slammed to the turf by Heil. Heil, junior linebacker, look forward to seeing him return next year. Some extracurricular stuff here, no flag thrown here as Cam Fogarty gets up. Yep, see, you got to get a handle on this. Why aren't flags being thrown I, here? I, I can, well, there should have been a flag thrown on the Shemokin kid who he was on top of Cam Fogarty. Now, Cam's getting... Taken off the field, but he's just coming off. They're going to suffer for him, so nothing goes on there. But Cam but didn't do it. He was just laying on the ground. And the kid came over and like like shoved down on him real hard to get up. Did one of those stupid little moves that doesn't really do anything other than make you look bad. And they had officials staring right at it. Yeah, right in front of the there. Just, you know, it's not going to change the outcome of the ball game, obviously, and stuff. But just don't want anything unnecessary happening here late in the game, especially with Shemokin, because. As we learned, you do something, get ejected, you'll not be able to play next week in the district championship game. So that's another reason why you want to get all these kids off the field. Yeah, you just get it because it, doing something now proves nothing at this point. 45 seconds left in a game. Yeah, they, they don't want to lose anybody. And, and we want to end this as a class act. And and our kids are a class act. We have the greatest kids on the earth in Seals Grove High School, and, and that's just the way it is. And, and we have a bunch, a good group of seniors that have served this program well. Tyler, God bless him. Yep, Tyler Dugan had gotten out on the field, number 54, the senior. Yep. And he's come back to the sidelines. See Ryan Almond back out there. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a third down play here. Seals Grove trailing 15-0 with 45 seconds to go in the ball game. Seals Grove Seals season will end at 4-4. Four and four. It'll end a three-game win streak for the Seals Grove Seals. Played back-to-back games against the Smoking Indians three times in five weeks. Just unprecedented. As we continue in the 2020 year of craziness, as Seals Grove plays Schmokin three times. This is going to go to Madden off the right side, and he's going to be hit, slammed to the turf by Heil. Be short of a first down. It'll be taken to the 20-yard line. The officials are jogging up. Again, they don't want anything happening here late in this game mm-hmm. when the adrenaline's running high, and Cam Frody wants back in the game, but Derek Hicks is no, the backer of the sideline. 
That's the final play of the season for the Seals Grove Seals as they fall here tonight to the Shemokin Indians, 15 to nothing. As the Seals Grove Seals will walk off and finish the season at 4-4. Four and four. The seniors playing their last game here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. The Schmokin Indians will continue in district playoffs. They'll take on the winner, either the Schmokin, or excuse me, the Mifflinburg Wildcats or the Jersey Shore Bulldogs who play tomorrow. Don't go anywhere. After this, come back. We'll have the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show for you. As Seals Grove falls here tonight to the Schmokin Indians 15-0. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. This part of today's game is brought to you by Diversified Construction. Hey, whose turn is it to make the popcorn? When I was a kid, it was always my turn. First, I shook the hot oil pan until the corn popped, and later I used a hot air popper. Now I'm back popping in a hot oil pan because the butter and salt sticks to the popcorn better. Hopefully, you're having a good time snacking with family while listening to today's game. Quality family time is what life is all about. We'll be back later in the broadcast to tell you about what we do here at Diversified Construction. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live in whatever your sport. Shamoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Did you ever notice? Football sure does whip up your appetite. Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook. It's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs, everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your Internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV or visit secv.com slash plume to learn more. Eagle107.com. It's time for the Seals Post Game Show, sponsored by Service Electric Cable Vision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome back to Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show. Pat O'Brien with Dave Hess and Zach Showers, also our producer, Anthony Fusa. As the Seals Grove Seals come up short here tonight, they fall to the Schmokin Indians 15 to nothing. As the Schmokin Indians come back out on the field with their flag to celebrate running across Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Some Seals taking offense to that, but they're going to keep their composure here and stay on the sideline as they're going to find themselves celebrating on the far side. Haven't seen that before, Dave, Mm-mm. especially in a district semifinal game. We'll yeah. see if it was a district championship, but I don't know if that's... Uh, that's leaving a little bad taste in my mouth, but well, I'm gonna, yeah, I, I, a win in the semifinals is just a step in the right direction. It's not anything. It's not anything that you want to get all crazy about. But that's what they're doing on far side. I guess when you 
Uh, rubbing no. it in. Yeah, I mean, yep. it, you're not used to winning it. You, you you take every win you yes. can and celebrate as much as you can. And so, very good point. All right, looking at the score recap here in this ball game again, Seals Grove falls to the Smoking Indians, fifteen nothing. Start out with a safety as Smoking got another safety. Last time these two teams met here, Smoking had a safety as well. So Seals Grove found themselves trailing with 9.51 to go in the first quarter, 2-0. That would be all the score to the end of the first quarter. 2-0 lead for the Shemokin Indians. And then Shemokin to get on the board in the second quarter on a one-yard touchdown run that completed an eight-play drive covering 87 yards. Took three minutes and 31 seconds. The extra point was good, and Shemokin led 9-0, and that would be the score at the end of the first half. No score in the third quarter. And the other, only other scoring also came by Madden as he got his second touchdown of the night. This one came from just three yards out. It came with 2.27 to go in the game, completing a three-play drive, covering the 20 yards, took a minute and 21 seconds. The extra point was a two-point conversion, was no good. But Seals Grove trailed 15 nothing with 2.27 to go, and that would be all the scoring of the night as the Shemokin Indians with this one here tonight, they advance in the district playoff, beating the Seals Grove Seals 15 to nothing. Dave, we look at the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We discussed it off the air, and our understanding the backbreaker play of the game would have to be Seals Grove in that fourth quarter was a third down and 10 play. Now we got some yelling and screaming down here as Miller went down and chit chat with Hynoski, taking offense to that. Now they're waving him off and just too much, too much going on. Hynoski, you're a dean of students. you got to show a little more composure. You've just won a game as he's going to be interviewed by Service Electric Cable Vision. Just, just too much, too much. But, again, this, the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game was a third down and ten. Seals Grove looking to stop the Schmokin drive, unable to, as Nye was able to find Dell Ball on a 20-yard completion, gave him a first down and moved the ball down to the 20-yard line. And that is our Shemokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Shemokadam Health Center Workplace Injury Institute, offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's your Shemokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We take our final break here, and then I'll get our final stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, final analysis from our coach in the booth, Dave Hess, all that more as we continue with the Service Electric Cable Vision. Seals Grove Football, presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. You're invited to the first annual Aaron's Trunk or Treat on October 31st from 1 to 3 p.m. in the parking lot at 1102 North High Street, Seal and Scrow. It'll provide a fun, safe environment for parents or guardians to bring children in costumes to trick-or-treat and enjoy the fun of the holiday. When you're be sure to sign up at the registration table for some great door prizes and up to $50 off a new agreement. Aaron's is offering six months same as cash and free setup and delivery. Visit Aaron's showroom the whole month of October for great clearance sales and new merchandise coming in weekly. Aaron's in Sealands Grove. We are easy, beautiful, and affordable. Stop by today. 
Marzoni's Brick Oven and Brewing Company on the Strip in Seals Grove offers outdoor or indoor dining with great atmosphere. Serving authentic brick oven pizza, pub grub, and crafted entrees that you can wash down with an ice-cold Pepsi. In addition to good food and a great selection of micro-brewed beer, Marzoni's has gift cards for those special people on your list so you can give the gift of yum. With something for everyone, whether you're a family, couple, or group, ask about Marzoni's Banquet Room. Marzoni's, located on the Strip in Seals Grove or online at marzoni's.com. Good food, good beer. Good times. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Service Electric Cable Vision here at Harold L. Bowling Memorial Field on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Seals Grove Falls tonight. Season ends with a 15-0 loss to the Shemokin Indians. Seals Grove beat Shemokin a week ago, 20-7, trying to make it back-to-back wins. Tough to be able to do that. They're unable to. Win here tonight. Season ends for the Seals. They will finish at four and four as Smoking Indians improve to five and three. Getting stats from our stat man Zach Showers again. Seals Grove loses tonight, fifteen nothing. Looking at team numbers, Smoking ended up with fourteen first downs, two hundred and fifteen yards rushing, thirty nine through the air for two hundred and fifty four total yards for the Smoking Indians. For Seals Grove, eight first downs, one hundred forty yards rushing, no. Passing yards, 140 total yards for the Seals Grove Seals. When you look at penalties, Seals Grove ended up with seven penalties for 66 yards. Seals Grove four or uh, at four penalties for 34 yards. Tough, tough way to go out. Seals Grove again, 140 total yards and unable to stretch out that smoking defense with uh, not able to get a passing yards on the night, and that just makes it a little easier from a defensive side to defend that offense. Well, yeah, Shemokin played the whole night with 11 guys in a box. Everybody's up in the line of scrimmage, and they were just taking away run and just daring us. I said 100 times before this year, they were daring us to throw the ball, and we just couldn't get the job done. And, yeah, you're right. That that just prevents you from being able to run the ball when they can just play 11 guys in a box like that. That makes it real tough for you. Five turnovers on the night, two interceptions thrown by the Seals and one fumble. Schmokin had two fumbles in the ball game as well. Big play kind of set the tone early on, and that was the safety to begin the game, and that's how the Schmokin Indians got on the board first and led 2 nothing at that point. Look at the individual numbers. First four, the Schmokin Indians, as Brett Nye, just 3-for-7 for 39 yards, and Cooter that defense, Dave, again. This kid averaging 250 yards. He's over 1,000 yards on the season, and Seals Grove kept him under 80 yards in three games this year. That defense played well. Our defense is unreal. And, you know, it's just... It, it is just such a well-oiled machine at this point. You can plug kids into that defense in so many different positions. It, it really is just a, a, a solid scheme. It really is. Receivers catching balls for the Smoking Indians. Miller had a catch, <laughs> Del Ball catch, and Madden a catch as well for the Smoking Indians. In the rushing department, Max Madden, he's a good one, junior. He had 199 yards tonight, two touchdowns on 35 carries. Paul, six carries for 14. Frost, three carries for 10 yards. Again, nice job against Paul and Frost. Madden gets the most of it on 35 carries and 199 yards, two touchdowns for the Seals, for the Shemokin Indians in tonight's win, the 15-0 win over the Seals Grove Seals. For Seals Grove, Bastion 0 for 12, two interceptions. And the rushing department, Howe got 15 carries, just under 100 yards. Kids really come on in that yep. running back position for 94 yards. And one thing you had mentioned and uh, the conversation with Derek and is that you could tell he's starting to learn how to 
play that running back position and so yes. Brandon Heil, and we look forward to seeing him again next first, year at that position. Well, first of all, Brandon's a heck of an athlete, a truly gifted athlete. And, yeah, when, as a running back, you, you can – you're taught to look at a couple of different things. Number one is the blocking in front of you. If you can get to the point where you can recognize two of your linemen going to one down man and one linebacker, and you know they're going to take care of that down man because both of them are going to be on that down man, now all you got to do is avoid that backer. And now if, if, if Brandon Hiles seeing linebackers now, which means that he's really progressed and he's making the cuts away from where the linebackers are going, that's a huge step in the right direction. He ended up with 94 yards on 15 carries tonight. Teague Hoover, 10 carries for 22 yards. Bastion ran the ball nine times for 19 yards. Ryan Almit, three carries for 11 yards. Again, Seals Grove Falls tonight, 15 nothing to the Schmokin Indians as we continue with the Service Electric Post Game Show. Dave, sending out a uh, shout-out to my biggest supporters, and that's Teresa Ann Murphy. And they, you know, we say it all the time. I've been doing high school football for 23 years, and, you know, the – uh, the times I leave Friday night, I'm right after work. I leave, and uh, Teresa and Murphy, uh, they they have their, their evening together, whether it's dinner, hanging out, watching a movie, staying warm, whatever it happens to be. But I really appreciate them uh, supporting me and allowing me to run away and do something I love doing, and that's covering high school football, especially these Seals Grove Seals. So, Teresa, I appreciate you. Love you. Thank you. And Murphy as well. Love you. And I uh, look forward to getting on to uh, basketball coming up soon and uh, returning home on my Friday nights. And, Pat, I can tell that Teresa and Murphy see this. They, they understand your passion for what you're doing here because I, I have such a tremendous amount of respect for what for what you the way you handle yourself here. It's just unreal the job you've been doing for this program. I appreciate that. And it's, been a real, uh, it's been a real honor being here with you this year. Again, I would like to throw a shout-out out to my Noah, my grandson, and my Ella, my granddaughter, and my wife, Cindy, my daughter, Lacey, and my son-in-law, Grant. Uh, <laughs> Just that they're the people that uh, they're the center of my life, and, and they just make everything worth it for me, and I just love them to death. And, yeah, they do the same for me. They give me up on a Friday night, and I'm, I'm grateful. We appreciate all the support from them. And, uh, you know, we have the best stat guy you can find around, and we appreciate his wife. Alicia allows him to run off and talk about somebody that uh, does something they love, and that's watching Seals Grove Seals football and uh, crunching numbers. And uh, we appreciate Zach's effort all year long and uh, appreciate Alicia as well as she's home supporting the family while Zach's off running around having a good time and watching some football. So we appreciate the, her and Zach as well. Again, Seals Grove falls tonight 15 nothing to the Smoking Indians. Their season ends at 4-4. Four and four. Seals Grove Seals, future looks bright. A lot of guys we just talked about will be missed uh, immensely in seniors. Um, but uh, you got a lot of younger guys coming through, had a lot of great opportunities under the Friday Night Lights, so we look forward to the 2021 season for the Seals Grove Seals. Remember, you can check all sports programming on Eagle 107 by going to eagle107.com. Next week for the Seal, or next time for the Seals Grove Seals, will be open the 2021 season. And at that point, we'll bring you Seals Game Day with me and Dave and Zach. And our producer this year has been Anthony Fusa, and hopefully he'll be back as well. Did a great job for us again as Seals Grove Seals fall tonight 15 nothing to the Schmokin Indians and finish at 4-4. Four and four. Remember, you can get all updated scores and final scores across the region by clicking on the high school score scoreboard banner on Eagle 107 on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Dave, before we send this away to wrap up 2020, your final thoughts on uh, what you saw from this team this year. I, I, I love this team. Um, they were 4-4, four and four, and and I can honestly say it, it, it felt like they just left it all there on on a, on a given for any Friday, all Friday nights, and 
you know, I think that the parents in the community have to be proud because, uh, you know what, uh, whether you're 4-4 four and four or 0-8 or 8-0 oh at, oh at Seals Grove, you're working with the greatest people and the greatest community in the face of the earth, and that's just the way it is. Seals Grove is the best. Seals Grove Area School District is the best. Our kids, our parents, our community are the best. I, You couldn't get me to live in another community anywhere else in the world. Well said. Appreciate that. And all our listeners here on Eagle 107, stay tuned to our Facebook page throughout the year. If you haven't liked it yet, please do so. But, again, we want to thank all our listeners for tuning in each and every Friday night to cheer on your Seals Grove Seals here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. For Zach Showers, our stack guy, Anthony Fusa, our producer, I want to say thank you to the two of them. Thank you to our coach in the booth, Dave Hess, for a great 2020 broadcast season. This is Pat O'Brien saying once again thank you for joining us tonight for Seals Grove Football on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Oh, I hate this line. I'm going to be late for work. I just want a cup of good coffee. And I don't have all day to sit here waiting. Well, good news for you. You can get fresh roasted coffee and treats at Route 11 Coffee and Cream on the Danville Highway. It's going to be the funnest, funkiest coffee shop in the valley with a drive through that serves you friendly and fast. So go to their Facebook page now for updates. Route 11 Coffee and Cream on, you know, Route 11, of course, in between Norrie and Danville. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long, great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Hello, we're the sub John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. For four years now, our family has been raising money to help fight breast cancer. We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital. For each and every flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital. These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference. We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. Eagle 107. for listening to Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. Coverage of next week's game begins at 6 p.m. Friday night. Seals football is a production of Eagle 107.